and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? Uh, uh, yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the Hideout. Real Radio. What what's new? I am El Jefe, that is J-Dubs, and this is the Hideout on a Friday night. It's the weekend. <laughs> Come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. In fact, if you know what you want to talk about, get in early, get in often. Because we have a full plate for you on this Friday evening. Mm. Fridays tend to be really good because we do a lot of preparation during the week and don't get to a lot of stuff. Friday so we're nights, just backlogged. Yeah, Friday nights we got a lot of stuff. So you want to participate? Dial them up right now. Uh, again, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one and triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Chunks, the radio bottom executive producer of the Hideout, man's the AOL Instant Messenger, real radio Hideout. Is Tommy Bateman, also producer of The Hideout, Man's the Talk and Roll Controls. I prefer director. And, uh, all right, you know what? I like that. Tommy Bateman, director of The Hideout, Man's the Talk and Roll Controls. And um, responsible for the content on realradio.fm. That is Putin, the unpaid producer. And uh, he, again, is taking your phone calls at the aforementioned phone numbers. Dubs? Yes. I, uh... I want to start off with the prizes that we have, and then not normally we actually get right in, you know, some some comedy and uh, you know, some audio, which by the way I have some great stuff for you, like nice. tapes, like audio tapes that I've been holding on to for the whole week. I've got like probably ten to twelve that I want to play for you at some point. Oh, this we could have used those on say Tuesday, because that show was terrible. But I guess you know tonight's gonna be great because you've been holding out on us. <laughs> um. So, I am proud and excited to say we have two pair of tickets for Miss Monster 2005 a nice. week for tomorrow night at Mako's in downtown Church Street. So, we will be giving away tickets to Miss Monster this evening. We also have a pair of tickets to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Orlando. Um, you also get two Halloween Horror Night t-shirts and qualified for the grand prize which includes a VIP tour for four people and four uh, Halloween Horror Night t-shirts and $50 uh, $50 in Universal Orlando currency, and you get a parking pass, too. Mm, some nice tender there. Plus, we will be broadcasting live from Halloween Horror Nights on Friday the 14th, so do join us on that evening. And a couple of pair of tickets to see Nine Inch Nails, um, October 25th at the TD Waterhouse, Ticketmaster.com. Uh, 407 839 All of that stuff we have to give away tonight. Some of it during the uh, Hideout Headline Game Show at 9 o'clock. Otherwise, you really want these Miss Monster tickets? Mm-hmm. You really want I these do. Halloween Horror Night tickets? I do. Actually, you get to go and you'll be working at both of those. <laughs> Please. You really want Nine Inch Nails tickets? 
it's up to you. What do you want to do for them? We're, uh, we're all ears. So uh, that is definitely one thing that we got going on this evening, Dubs. Um, the audio, all that kind of stuff that I told you about. But first, I didn't realize it. O.J. Simpson's still alive, Dubs. The juice? The juice is still... Um, I know he's still alive. He lives in Florida. Does he? Yeah, he resides in uh, the nice state of Florida, the Sunshine State. That's where we are. You uh, you talk about it like we're not here. We are? I move around so much. I I start thinking. Um, I I thought, I thought it was in like El Paso or something, or maybe even Albuquerque. I've been in El Paso. Ugh. El Paso was actually pretty nice. Good weather. But uh, the OJ, I guess, lives in what Miami? I think so. I guess he's going back to L.A. though. No. Tell him to stay away. Going back to Cali. And it's for a little celebration, if you will. Apparently it's the 10th anniversary of his acquittal on double murder charges. And How is he, how is he celebrating? He's going to be signing autographs at a L.A. area comic book convention. Wow, how far has O.J. fallen? Signing autographs at a comic book convention. Now, I didn't know he had comic books. I didn't know O.J. was in the comic book world. Well, you know, he's had a lot of free time on his hands. He's been stuck in his house. He he can't go out anymore because everybody looks at him like he's a murderer. So he's he been... is. Please. He got acquitted. Uh, but he has been just sitting in his house, and one of his little hobbies he has is writing comic books. He has a large number of titles he's working on. And he will uh, launch one of them when he's out there signing autographs at this comic book convention. One of the uh, one of the comic books that he might be launching, I don't know, is just one of them he's been working on, is Black Man and the White Bitch with the Knife in Her. What? He gets a little creative while he's sitting at home. Or this is another one, which I hope he launches this one because I'm excited to read it. The Silver Slicer, directly to her back. Uh, all right, OJ's going back to Cali. The Silver Slicer? The, what is this? I don't... He has one that... I I think he might not release one, this one because it has some kind of uh, infringements on it, but Super Edo, the smallest stu- superhero. Super Edo, the smallest superhero. Yep, Super Edo. I think he's uh, like a flying mouse. Whatever happened to Judge Ito? Is he still a he's still judge? judge? Yeah. I mean, what did you expect him to do? Get into the movies after that? Well, I, I don't know. I figured maybe he gave didn't, up. Didn't he try a judge show for a little bit? That's a Tommy question. I think he did. Did Tom- Judge Ito try a judge show for a little bit? Uh, not that I know of. Actually, I don't know. I'll check. Hold on. Yeah, it, it sounds very familiar. Something that flopped or maybe it was in the works and didn't make it. And how is he the only judge that didn't get a judge show? Because there's one for... Now Now there are judge shows for every state. My favorite one is te- that Texas Justice one. It makes it makes us Texans look so stupid. It's, it's very telling of the state you come no, from. No, it's not. Not at all. And this one's uh, a kind of odd one. Uh, Adventures of Glove Man, an unfitting tale. Okay. Which is pretty good. I like that one. I don't think one. that's actually a comic book. He, this is one of the ones he's working on, and he wants to uh, maybe launch one of them while he's out there signing autographs at this uh, comic book convention. 
I, I quit a man. <laughs> what is that? A takeoff of Aquaman? Yeah. So he he he's not that original of a guy. So he likes to rip off other uh, ideas and kind of make them his own. Like uh, the one he's been working on is the Gash, kind of like the Flash. Odd. And Derek, I don't even know what kind of gas you're talking, and I'm afraid for you to even explain. One's cutting into someone's back. All right, that's kind of gas. I thought you were talking sexual. No, because I know he's also a bit of a player. Yeah, that and uh, you know he's into the white white chicks. So uh, kind of spinning off Daredevil, he wrote one called White Devil that needs to be stabbed. All right, is that with a dot 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 that needs to be stabbed? Yes, or in parentheses. Now, I don't think he really is. Uh... Did you think O.J. was guilty? You know, I was pulling for him not to be and pulling for him to get off. Why? I don't know. It just I I really thought that it would be good for everybody if he got off. Good for who? What, race relations? No, I, I just thought it would be funny. And I was right. It was... Infuriating to most white people, though, which now it makes sense on why it was so infuriating white people because he keeps on writing these suggestive books like uh, Chicken Dagger, like a Cloak and Dagger type thing. I don't know. These comic books, really, I don't know if they're going to get picked up. I'd pick them up. I'd read them. I know you would. Especially the one uh, Bronco Mega. What's that a takeoff of? Something with Omega. <laughs> I uh, I gotta say I really wanted him to be guilty. Really? Why? Just because of the simple fact. Because you're out to get black people. No. You hate them. That he ruined what was it? Game three or game four of the Knicks and the Rockets? How did he ruin it? Because of the Bronco chase. Oh. And they cut away from the actual game. Do you remember that, Chunks? You're a Knicks fan. Yes, I do remember that. No, that was just a Hertz commercial. Oh. Are they paid for that? He was chasing down his bags, his luggage. No, that was different. Mm. This well, is a good one. Uh, this uh, comic book, The Headless White Man, which is interesting. People died. People died, and he's making these comic books. Tragedy plus time. Ten years since the acquittal. So now it's okay to lie? Yeah. I actually saw something the other day on television. Is is it okay to start making jokes about Hurricane Katrina? Yes. Really? I, you made a New Orleans joke like two nights ago, and I felt bad. I was like, whoa, I don't think it's been uh, long enough. It's been a month, and like a thousand people died. I think OJ jokes are fine. No, I know OJ <laughs> jokes are fine. Like like the one book he has coming out, Count Stabula. <laughs> Where he doesn't, you know, suck any blood, he just stabs the piss out of someone. <laughs> now, is he going to have to give royalties to Bram, Bram Stroker, or is he going to be okay? I think he'll be fine, because he's not even wearing uh, one of those... Fancy get-ups. My favorite one, though, that he might have coming out, the Equitable Hulk. And I'm really excited to see that. You don't like him when he's angry, because when he's angry, he gets off of any kind of murder charge you give him. So all of these, going back to Cali, Mm -hmm. L.A. comic book convention. Now, Dubs, if you were at the point in your career where you're at a comic book convention... Signing autographs for cash. I think my life's going pretty well compared to where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> Personally. We still have to pay to get into the comic book convention. Exactly. 407 916 1041 888 
and Star 1041 in your singular wireless phones. Now, Dubs. Yes. Uh, speaking of murderers, I had the oddest dream last night. I had a dream that I it was very gory. Like I was committing murders and like cutting people up and playing in their blood and being like really like limbs and guts and the whole thing. Um, but I was fighting the cast of A House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects. I think you're a little obsessed. It was odd. And OnStar, you know, OnStar mm-hmm. was throughout the the, uh, the dream. So, like, I was lost at their, their place, the House of a Thousand Corpses. But you are able to press a button? Now, here's the thing. I killed a couple of them to escape. And I got in the car, and I used OnStar to find my way back to the main road. Okay? Mm-hmm. So then I get back to the main road, and I make it to, like, a hotel, and I feel like I'm safe. Well, they show up after me, and they're knocking on the door, and I'm like, how did you find me? And they go, the car has OnStar. We located you through the OnStar. And then I have to go through a whole karate battle to finish beating up Mo. the uh, the cast and crew. Now, uh, at, least, you, at least the characters you, from The Devil's Rejects. Did you automatically change into like a karate gi? And what belt were you? Uh, brown. Scatman. But it was really odd. I was having a dream of committing these horrendous murders of characters in movies <laughs> who commit horrendous murders. See, you should feel good about yourself. Yeah, in a way, I think I was a good guy in the dream. But it didn't feel good. You're Hefe, the bad movie slayer. Those are great flicks. <laughs> those are really, really good movies. What do you mean, no? I want a good movie to you? Oh, they're talking amongst themselves back there. Uh-huh. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Dubs, you want to go with a little audio next? What do you want to do? Yeah, I, I want to hear some of this audio you've been holding out on. All right, we'll take a break, and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. <laughs> Friday night in the hideout. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Where's the big place to be tonight on a Friday night? I want to see if SBK wants to hang out. I'd rather hang out with SBK than you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we go do cool things. Like what? Like uh, point out to girls that SBK is trying to work them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is fun. Oops. Block him? I, I had fun doing no, that. No, we didn't block. We uh, we helped out. Enhanced. Keep on telling yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> the Willow Wood. What's that, Putin? It's a place in EverQuest. <laughs> you said it on air. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> he says the Willowwood at 11 p.m. Radio Roadblock. Steve, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Steve? Hey, what's up, guys? What do you got, dude? Hey, uh, did you hear about the new OJ movie? It's going to be coming out soon. What, what is it? It's going to be called, uh, Dude, Where's My Glove? Oh, man, I can see that one. Mm-hmm. He left it behind at the scene, along with the blood and everything else. He uh, was framed. Yeah, I think he actually was. I didn't think. By that, who? I didn't think that at the time. 
you know. The cops? No, <laughs> not the cops. Don't be stupid. The man. Military. <laughs> the man framed him. Uh, speaking of um, people who have had some troubles, you know who Tom Sizemore is? Yeah, of course. Uh, he was in Saving Private Ryan. He's uh, in all those war movies. Yep. Black Hawk Down, I think. You know what other one he was in that he was such an ass. He was such a gr- he was great in it though. It was actually kind of a crappy movie, but he was really good in it. Hmm. Uh, paparazzi. Oh, I never saw that. He was the main like paparazzi dude, and he was <laughs> such an ass in it. It, he's it was actually, perfect. He's actually done some good things and he's done some crap things. He's done uh, Natural Born Killers where he was great in that, but then you know he does uh, what was that uh, one about uh, the baseball movie he just did for ESPN. Um, Oh, was he the, the the one for Pete Rose? Yeah, he was Pete Rose in it. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Oh, Hustle, I think. Now, he is a good actor. I yeah. think he's a very good actor. He's a damn good actor, but he, he gets himself into some trouble. And if you watch some of the parts he plays, he likes to play himself a lot. Yeah. No, yeah, he's got like that same, that one character he's very good at, mm-hmm. which is basically being an ass. Yeah. Um... Now, Matt Albert says Paparazzi had a great ending. I don't even remember the ending. I'll be honest. Don't tell it. Uh, There's a picture involved. Yeah, a lot of (laughs) photos. All right, Soul Brother Kevin says, you guys blocked me on that chick. That makes us even for donkey lips. No. No, nothing nothing. (laughs) makes us even for donkey lips. That's one mark against you that you'll never be able to erase. (laughs) You owe us forever. Yeah, you got to make that one up to Catherine, too. (laughs) Yeah, especially. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. 407-916-1041, So getting back to Tom Sizemore. Apparently, I guess the big thing was that he was, you know you got some issues when he's dating Heidi Fleiss, I well, guess. And he hit her. And then he hit, well. He did. I know, but. <laughs> I mean, some people. Nah, nah. And also he uh, he got busted for drugs, and then when he went to use, uh, he went to do a, a test, a pee test. He was using that fake uh, penis thing, the Wizenator, and he got busted with that. All right, I forgot about all that. Mm-hmm. So I guess he was on the verge of suicide. Well, he's had a tough run for a little bit here. All right. You don't want to think about it. I lost everything. And when those thoughts would come on my mind, they were overwhelming thoughts. So I would use drugs to, to quell the pain. I couldn't remember where I lived or anymore. I was going to kill myself. My attorney called me and said, Tom, if you don't get in treatment, you're going to die. And I went, I know. I'm going to do it myself. Now, what was that from? Like, what was he? Uh, what I think was... it was like an Access Hollywood mm. or something like that. One of those rag shows. Have you ever Have you ever been to the point somewhere where you think, man, I'm, I want to kill myself? It's just so bad. Have you ever been at a point in your life where you thought, you know what? I'm done with this world. Honestly? Um, well, when I first started radio, uh, I couldn't get hired for like a year and a half, even though I was working for free at this place. Mm-hmm. And at, by the end of it, I'm like, ugh, and you're I'm going to end up working at a pizza place forever. <laughs> I might as well just shoot myself in the head. So basically where Deuce Childerone is right now. Yeah, so what are you do talking it. about? <laughs> right, just do it. Do it on the air, though. Go out like a hero. Yeah. So that was the one time you think, man. Wait, Tommy says the past four months. For me? No, for him. Oh. Uh, what's wrong with you, Tommy? It's been all uphill. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah, I know. Every day I'm expecting to get the and, phone. Tommy, not to get uh, you know, on you or anything, but it's gonna get worse. Yeah, I know. It's, 
It's just going to get worse. I know. You got about three or four more days till it just falls apart. Everything. Actually, I'm thinking more like one day, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I was going to say that. You got about 24, 36 hours, and it's going to be awful. 23, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm actually waiting to get that phone call from Chunks. Uh, would you like to take care of Roxy? Tommy hung himself. <laughs> now, ironically, that four months has been the entire time that Putin's been here, so I don't know if that's why he wants to kill himself or not. Hmm. I honestly think the only reason Tommy doesn't do it... I'm getting a glare from Tommy. I think the only reason Tommy doesn't do it is because of that dog. If it weren't for the dog, Tommy Bateman wouldn't be on this earth anymore. Mm, no. Maybe. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. I think so. He loves that dog. And just knowing that he would have to leave it in Chunks' care <laughs> is reason enough to keep breathing. I'm surprised I'm not dead from... I took some pictures. I'll have to post them soon of just how he leaves the sink. Remember how I was telling you about the salad thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you walk in and there's just this onion and rotting lettuce smell oh, now. Because he tried to put the salad down the wrong... Uh, yeah, he just, the wrong side of the the sink where there well, is. Well, he tried no, to put it down the sink in the bathroom because he thinks there's a disposal in there too. Yeah, he thinks there's a disposal at every uh, sink. Right. Well, see, the thing is, his idea of cleaning the salad bowl out is not actually getting all the salad out. It's just putting water in it and letting it sit there. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. And so then the next day when he goes to eat out of the exact same bowl with the exact same you know fork and utensils, he just puts. I don't even know if he puts soap in it or not, honestly. And he just. You know, makes his uh, next day salad. That's bad. why we. That's why he doesn't throw up when we do all these stunts and these bits. And there's you all are this, an animal. What? There's all this like oil that like goes to the top of the water from all the vinegar he's been eating and well, stuff. Well, actually, what he does is then he kind of turns it to the side, puts his hand over it, so the water just pours out, and then he has clean salad that he can eat. You know what? I, for some reason, whenever we talk about this stuff, I just want to run in there and punch him. <laughs> I it. mean, just. Why? Teach him a lesson. Go Seriously, like, lesson. I mean, like right in the side of the neck and Go not stop. Go do it. I'm kidding. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not kidding. I think you should do it. Teach him why, a lesson. Why? That, what did I do wrong? I didn't do anything. Don't, please. I'm begging of you. I'm begging, please. Stupid ah! salad boy. <laughs> ah! Ah! Hey! Hey! All right, now it looks like Dubs is dry humping him. <laughs> That looked like a scene out of The Accused for a second. Just a sexy. I guess it should. I should have told Dubs that also that the current bowl that's sitting there with the salad's been sitting there for about three days. So I don't even know what he's been eating for lunch. For three days? Yeah. Three days. Stupid balls. Stop. <laughs> now I don't. I think this. Just stop encouraging him. Well, I just want Please. Dubs to know this stuff, but I'm I'm worried to tell Dubs this next part about how mm. he's he said he's gonna invite you over for lunch one day and feed you that salad. Wait, 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 wait. I did. But he's picking his ears with his keys and a fork at the I time did. that he's making the salads with. Yeah. Nice. No, bastard. Wow. Hmm. You okay? I'm better. Good. I'm glad you're okay. Stop. I'm glad you're okay. Chunk, stop you crying. Stop. 
By the way, Dubs, are you related to Tom Sizemore? Why? You're acting like him. <laughs> You're at least treating Chunks like like he's Heidi Fleiss. Uh, Chunks said he didn't. about the same rack. <laughs> Chunks said he didn't like Black Hawk Down either. So he, now Dubs yeah. is beating him. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Speaking of the suicide thing, that was a, that's actually the movie he ran last night, Black Hunk Down. <laughs> <laughs> I have an issue with somebody who keeps calling me because they're on the verge of suicide, and I don't know what to do. I genuinely don't know what to do. And I, I know. <laughs> wow. I'll tell you the story in a second. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the hideout. I am all happy that is J Dubs, couple of open lines, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. If you have that singular wireless phone, Star 1041, it's Friday night, come on into the hideout. Um we were playing that clip from Tom Sizemore dubs. Of him being suicidal. And where he was uh had just about hit rock bottom and was ready to kill himself. So we have a buddy. I'm not going to say what his name is. Um, he's a guy, we'll call him Diamond. <laughs> he's a diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough. He is a guy that we worked with in Michigan. He was, at radio stations always have interesting people, just different characters. This guy was the, he was like that creepy, funny uncle that everyone yeah, loves. The uncle that you... Kind of, you you have fond memories of, but you also have creepy memories of, and you don't know what to exactly think of him. He would, at the radio station, he would, he worked overnights. Mm-hmm. He was that guy. And he was an overnight jock, rock and roll, that kind of thing. Had a mullet. Always wore, always wore the same gray, like, undershirt. I saw him eat a full loaf of bread with uh, squeezed cheese in one sitting. <laughs> That's, that was his dinner nightly. He would sleep in his car at the station, just because he lived far away and he'd, sometimes he didn't want to drive, or he'd sleep in the production studio, mm-hmm. sitting up, no matter what. He would. He was like a narcoleptic. He'd always fall asleep sitting up. In fact, one time he was in a sleep, but we did nights, you know, at the time, and he was gonna come in and do overnights, and so he'd drive up, get to the station around eight o'clock or something, and sleep from eight to. His when his shift started at midnight in his car outside. And in Michigan, you could do that, you know, especially, at, you know, in the fall and the spring and stuff. And so one time he's sleeping in his car, and he was always so much fun to screw with and wake mm-hmm. up that where his car was, we went around and we pulled up another car in front of it. And the reason we did this because he had a problem for a while of falling asleep while he was driving. So we pulled up a car right in front of the car he was sleeping in. <laughs> and then we turn on the lights and honk, honk the, the horn. horn. And he thought... He, he thought he fell asleep uh, driving again and was about to uh, get into an accident with someone. <laughs> head-on collision. It was evil. Oh, that was the greatest. And we actually did that to Chunks. Chunks is going to end up this diamond guy because we did that to Chunks... In the J-Dub's uh, Green Monster on the way down to Chiller's last week, where he falls, asleep, Chunks fell asleep in Dub's conversion van. 
the nice comfy seats in the back. And so on the count of three, we go, one, two, three. And we all yell and scream. <laughs> and Chunks thinks we're about to have a car accident. Was, he has an accident in his pants instead. Because he just falls asleep. He's narcoleptic. So anyway, this guy, he really is. He's like an uncle. And I love him to death. He's a good dude. And he had some issues. And he's out of radio. And he's been out of radio for about a year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, really got screwed over at our station up in Michigan. And so then I heard I get some updates on him. He had gotten married. Finally, had found a chick who had put up with him as a part-time overnight disc jockey mm-hmm. who didn't have much. And he gets married, the whole thing. And so when he gets fired, you know, we feel bad. We want to help him out, blah, blah, blah. There's not much we can do because he's an old guy. He's like in his 40s. And he really... Lansing, Michigan, was all he knew. So I I doubt that he would be willing to move anywhere far. So then I hear he finally has, he can't get a job in radio, can't get a job anywhere, finally has to break down and get a job at McDonald's. Now, there's nothing wrong with a job at McDonald's, but when you're 40-something and all you've ever done is radio and you can't even get a job in radio, and the only job you can get now... The one, only one you're qualified for anymore. ...is McDonald's. Mm-hmm. All right? So now he's working at a McDonald's. It turns out, I get this info, that his chick is working for FEMA, and she went down with all the hurricanes and everything, has broken up with him, filed for a divorce, <sighs> Okay. So then they go to, like, get everything taken care of, and in the hopes that she will get back with him, he signs the papers as is. So she takes him for everything. And he didn't have much to begin with, okay? I guess all his holy gray undershirts that he (laughs) usually always wore. So she got one shirt. Right. The same shirt he wore constantly. (laughs) Now he's just walking around with nothing on. And and she left him for another dude who also worked for FEMA. So now, all of a sudden, I get a call. I see a strange phone number, like a 517 area code, and I pick it up, like, I don't know, five days ago. So I pick it up, and it's this guy. And so I'm like, hey, how you doing? You know, trying to get caught up, because we you know I chat with buddies every once in a while, especially from way back. And then he tells me all of this. I'm like, oh, man, that's a bummer. You know, well, hey, if you need anything, let me know. He's like, oh, really? Okay, cool. <laughs> he goes, can I call you? I'm like, oh, of course, man. Call me, bro. <laughs> Every night this week, after the show at 11.01, my phone rings with him just wanting to talk. Not only that, but uh, I've been around with you a lot this week, and anytime I'm with you, the phone rings, and it's him. Yeah. And uh, there, there was like one time where you look at it, it's it's him, and you have to answer it because you hadn't answered it five times previous when he called you that day. Dude. So when you answered it, he, he asked you, what was wrong with your phone earlier? Yeah, did you get my messages? <laughs> nah, bro, I didn't get them. My phone's on the fritz. <laughs> and so I haven't checked my I hadn't checked my voicemail purposely until today. I finally cleaned out my voicemail mm-hmm. for the week. So if you've called me, I apologize. Eight new messages from six of them were from him. The other two were from Lefty and Shafee. 
<laughs> six massive. Hey, uh, hey, Hefe, what's up? It's so and so. Just wondering if you uh wanted to chat. And so each time I talk, he has no one to talk to. I know, and that's the thing. And I don't mind being there for him. Okay, but when do at what? Because I even told him because he goes, I'm on the verge of suicide. He goes, I think I'm ready to kill myself. I have nothing. He's like Tom Sizemore. He says, I have nothing. I go, dude. He doesn't have memories, which Sizemore at least has. Yeah, because a lot of drugs. Yeah. I go, dude, don't do anything stupid. If you're on the verge of killing yourself, call me. So now um, every time he calls, I have to pick up because what if I don't and he ends up killing himself? What? God forbid he kills himself on the phone. Why don't, why don't you give him uh, Chunks' number? Oh, that's a great idea. All right. Here's a new number for me to call. For you to call. Please don't. When you need a friend. 703. Uh, please, please. I got, we got big stuff coming up. Need to be able to be contacted. Here's the thing. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. How do I get out of this? Or can I get out? Am I forever indebted to this friend if he just needs to check? Because then, like, I, like, I'll pick up, like, two or three times. I've picked up. Hey, man, what's going on? Nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. No, dude. Don't, don't just call for the nothing. You know what I mean? You're screwed. You're, you are locked in. Unless you just put your foot down and say, Hey, I don't want to talk to you anymore. No, I can't do that because he will kill himself, man. Why don't you start doing to him what he's doing to you? No. Voice all your complaints and he'll get sick of it and he'll quit calling you. No, because he needs, he just needs, and he goes, then he does this and he goes, hey man, I know you're real busy and you guys are doing real well in Florida and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, just want to thank you. It helps a lot, man. It keeps me, I think it's really keeping me from killing myself. Hey, uh, since you can't do it, maybe Chunks calls as you. And he kind of breaks it to him. Does the voice? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. Number nine, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, number nine? What's up, Hefe? What's up, Nipples? <laughs> Yo. What's up? Hey, check it out. Uh, you said this guy was in radio his whole life, right? Yeah. He must have been awesome in the drive-thru. Well, I, <laughs> you know what? He has a big... You're home of the quarterback, your quarter pounder. He has a big, booming radio voice. Yeah. There's no... You're right. He probably is badass at the drive-thru. And here's the thing. I love this guy. I genuinely do. It breaks my heart you to You want think, a number two for... Nah. It breaks my heart to think that he's working at a McDonald's because he really is a talented jock. And he's another one of those. He kind of got screwed because of the automation and all that. And happy day for you. It's a happy meal at the McDonald's. It, Jason, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Jason? This guy, you need to just tell him, hey, go to your work, get a doctor, and either go see a doctor or just kill yourself. Now, or you just have to tell him, uh, you know, if you use a shotgun, do it with your toe. You want me to call him and tell and do it? Mm-hmm. I do. Um, uh, here's the thing, buddy. Uh, I'm busy. I'm pooping on the toilet. Uh, why don't you just shoot yourself in the head? I, is that an impression of me? Uh, yes. Beat oh, wh- it. Wait. Scream. How are you doing that, Hefe? I'm. Well, how am I doing what? How am I doing what? You're talking without moving your mouth. I'm not talking. That's not me. That's you're, Chunks. You're a regular uh, ventriloquist. That's Chunks and his awful impression. It absolutely is me. Uh, this is how I sound. This is not how I sound. Beat it. Bobby Hillier in the hideout. 
<laughs> I don't think so. Breaker, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Breaker? Hey, how's it going there? Yo. Hey, um, the problem with this is uh, you, you just need to let that guy go. You need to say what you need to say as far as, okay, this is going to be your life. If you don't listen to your life, if you want to die, go ahead and die, and I'm out of your life now. And you need to walk away from him. Otherwise, what if he just he, changes his phone number? Uh, if he changes his phone number, he's just going to call him back. He's going to he's going to keep finding him. But you know, you need to let him know that this relationship is over, and that he needs to make a decision for himself. Oh, dude! But here's the thing, man. Here's the thing, Brian. Thank you. I mean, that that's that's good advice in a world where. If I didn't care about the dude, like dubs can cut people off. I can. I have to. I have to force your hand to cut some people off. Because you keep on talking to them and keep on dreaming. I don't know if this was mentioned or not, but mm. I know the exact way to get rid of him. How's that? Start talking about like make your own problems, but like worse than his. Try to outdo him. Yeah, just like... Because be like, oh, yeah, well, your wife left? Yeah, well, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure I'm getting fired, and I got fined by the FCC, and la, la, la. And don't let me tell you about this fist thing that happened. Let me tell and you the about... the fact that you lost the testicle. Let me tell you about a problem I have. What's uh, that, Hepe? My, my right nut hurts. That's not oh, me. Hepe. That is Trunks doing an awful impression of me. Got hit with a baseball. Gomez! I'm... <laughs> now, that is true. Go Mavericks. <laughs> Beat it. Nicole, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's hey, up? Sweetie. <laughs> I have a nice idea for you. Okay. What's that? Well, I have a friend, and she's the same way, always depressed. And I told her that I want to help her, but how I'm going to help her is um, she can't talk to me about her problems anymore, and that's going to help her get over it. Okay. Oh, all right. So it's that simple of hey, let's let's have our friendship be about other things than your problems. Exactly. Say, so, you know, you can't keep dwelling on it, so we're gonna just be friends, and you can't tell me about your problems anymore. Now here's the problem with that, Nicole. The guy, his chick left him. He has he's an ex DJ working at McDonald's, and really, when his chick comes back from working um, uh, on the FEMA and like cleaning up, he's gonna have nowhere to live. <laughs> it's not funny. It's so not funny. <laughs> Oh, my God, it's not funny. You know what? He should contact FEMA and uh, get them to pay for it. Yeah, all right. Maybe that's what we do then. Sue FEMA? 407-916-1041, And uh, star 1041 on the singular wireless phone. <laughs> what is that impression? It's not even close. Uh, it's your hideout. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> you ass. It's a hideout real radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Half A and Dubs on a Friday night. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. It is um, your opportunity to be heard throughout Central Florida. And then you can call, uh, after you're done on the radio, you can call your friends and say, Hey, did you hear me on the radio? I taped it on this cassette. Here, take a listen. I'm going to post it on MySpace. All right, Alex PCS, because my problem is i got an old buddy 
who keeps calling me because his chick left him and he's can't get back in a radio. He's working at Mickey D's. He's nearly 50. Literally has nothing. And he wants to just end it. I say good. He's a good. Here's the thing, though. He's a very religious man, very mm-hmm. Christian man. And I told him, dude, you can't kill yourself. You won't get into heaven. And you know what? The logic worked on him. He goes, you're right. I won't get into Why heaven. Why would you do that to him? Because. That's not true. I know it's not. But at Give least... him a better reason. If that's the only reason you have to keep yourself alive, you need to check out. I told him, just go out in a blaze of glory. Walk back under into uh, a... <laughs> What was it, 4425 oh, North wow. Cedar Street? The fact that you even can come close to remember that and remember what street it was on? I know it was North Cedar Street in Lansing, Holt, oh. Michigan. Just walk in there and say, hey, Bob, <laughs> thanks for everything. All right. Alex PCS says, call this dude and tell him you have the hiv and you're going to die soon. Give it a week and stop answering. <laughs> That's no good. Man, he's going to kill himself, too. Mrs. Al, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up? Hey, guys. Yeah. And um, I do like the impression. I think that... It's um, awful. It's, it's awful. awful. It's it is, dead on. It is real. It's almost right on. Uh, thanks. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's going on? Um, well, I just wanted to talk... Oh. Uh, are you there? Hello? Our phone cut out. You hung up on her because uh, she... I'm liked... upset because I'm a big feminist and I want to hear that call. It's great in the bathroom stall. <laughs> <laughs> you're such an ass. <laughs> Tony, you're in the hideout. Whoa. What was... <laughs> I love when you uh, tune into something right, right in the mid-sentence of them yelling at whoever they're riding with and dropping the C-bomb. That was crazy. <laughs> Did you hear that guy? Yeah. was pissed. <laughs> great in the bathroom stall. That guy was pissed. <laughs> Yeah. So I, w- I was going to Tony's call because Mrs. Owls cut out, mm-hmm. and he said something and then dropped uh, the worst word you could ever call a woman. I had to dump out of it. A person? Because I'm a feminist. <laughs> Equal? <laughs> yeah, that is. Voter? Hey, speaking of FEMA, because this dude's chick worked for FEMA, and that's kind of mm-hmm. the whole thing that ended up breaking him up. Earlier this week, I guess, the former director, Mike Brown, and I guess he's a consultant or something now. He oh, so he's still hanging around. Yeah, somehow he's able to still get a gig. He goes in front of Congress. Listen to the way he talks to Congress as they're questioning him. Right, go ahead and play this, Chunks. Your job is to coordinate. I want to know how you coordinated the evacuation. By urging the governor and the mayor to order the mandatory evacuation. And that's coordinating? What would you like for me to do, Congressman? Well, and that's why I'm happy you left. Because that kind of, you know, look in the, in the, in the, in the lights like a deer tells me that um, you weren't capable to do the job. And so I guess you want me to be the superhero that is going to step in there and suddenly take everybody out of New Orleans. Now listen to the way he's... Talking he's, to members of Congress. Well, he he's had enough. I mean, he's basically the one getting thrown under the bus for everything. And he's saying, what do you want me to be, a superhero? But that was a poor answer to the question. I mean, there should have been some kind of, like, uh, I don't know, some routes given to everybody, not just telling them, hey, you guys got to leave. 
give right. him a way out. Tell him how no, to get out. He was urging other people to urge other people. Now, this kind of shows you, too, this seems like the kind of guy who's gotten everything in his life mm-hmm. and isn't used to being talked down to, and so he's just going to yell back. You know, like he's of privilege, and so he's he's not going to put up with that. Yet, who is he? And what is he doing? And why is he talking to Congress like this? That's one. Then on the second hand, part of me respects this guy infinitely for talking to Congress this way. Well, I mean, he's... He's talking back to him and uh, he's trying to state his case, but he's not. He doesn't have any substance there. If you're gonna lash back at Congress and you know throw it back in their face, have something to throw in their face. Don't be throwing air at them. Right. I don't mind if you run a little smack at Congress. Just have some. I can't tell you how bad during those FCC meetings when we were working for Infinity, mm-hmm. I wanted Mel to say something back. And just be like, are you guys insane? Do you realize what you're focusing on and what's going on in the world? I just want you to ponder for a moment. You're talking about indecency, and look at everything else going on in the world. The funniest thing, did you listen to that thing when Mel Carmenson went up there? Oh, yeah. Uh, When he first walked in, there was like a loud ruckus in the back of the room. Something tipped over. He's Infinity Broadcasting will not take responsibility for that loud noise. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was he was good. He, <laughs> he ran just, a joke yeah, for a second. He's run bits in there. I like that. All right, now uh, all right, getting people want to get back to the suicide thing. I want to play that clip again at some point too. Adrian, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Adrian? Hey man, I just wanted to let you know uh, with the whole suicide thing, you better you know be pretty careful about how you get rid of this guy because. I tried to do the same thing with a friend of mine, and uh, it turned out that he got a little upset and said, well, you know, if I'm going to go down and I haven't got anybody else, then you're going down too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So. Uh, well, the yeah. only thing about this cat, he's in Michigan, so. Yeah. And he doesn't have a job, so I don't think he's going to be flying or driving down here. But I'll tell you this, I, 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 I would feel awful if something happened to him. If he killed himself, you'd feel bad? Dude. Why would you feel bad? I mean, because man, I mean, he needed help, and I'm the only person that was there for you've him. You've done what you can. No, I haven't. What else could you do? I don't know. I could do something. Keep the guy alive. Just Why? keep reminding him he won't get into heaven if he kills himself. Pull the tube out. We don't need him reaching anymore. Oh come on! You don't mean that. You love that guy too. I care less. Tony, you're in the hideout on the radio. What's up, Tony? Hey, man. I, I can relate to the suicide thing and the loss of the relationship thing. I was mm-hmm. in a marriage for over 15 years, uh, had 15 kids together. I mean, five kids together. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I had a really great job. Everything was going really good. And uh, some really bad crap went down at work, and I uh-huh. lost my job over mm-hmm. something. It really wasn't my fault. And... uh Sure, the whole life just seemed is. to decline after that, you know. What kept you um, alive? What kept me alive? Uh, I'd say just my basic fear of going to hell. Because right. I wanted to kill myself, you know. Right. Because right. my life was just turning to crap right in front of my eyes. And that, and you know, and that's what that's what my buddy tells me. He's like, dude, I'm watching everything around me completely crumble. I literally, when she comes back from FEMA... She's kicking me out, and she's keeping the dog that we got together. I will literally have nothing. I, I can relate to that because I don't have any friends. Lucky uh, dog. I, I don't have a girlfriend. It's been over a year since I've really had a decent relationship. Um, 
And right now, things are turning around for me. I just got a new job. See, uh, it, I just got a roommate. You know, things are going really good for me right now. And if I would have killed myself, hey, I'd be in hell right now. Exactly. And you know what, Tony? Good for you. Because that's always the thing you got to really keep in mind. As awful as things are, it passes. Or it can get worse. No, it can't. At it some can... point, at some point, it can't get worse. No, it usually gets worse. Yeah. Drops, Once you go down, you never come back up. Drop says, uh, move him to Florida. Jeb will uh, personally stick the feeding tube in him. Because I guess he cares so much about people individually. A feeding tube full of squeezed cheese and Wonder Bread. <laughs> Chris, you're in the hideout. Road. I'm kidding. That's his diet. Yeah. That was his diet, and we're not joking. What's up, Chris? What's up, guys? Yeah. Uh, I'm calling from Melbourne, Florida. I call you guys that once a month. The show's great. Thank you. You really make me laugh. But you touched home tonight, El Jefe, about... If you've got a friend that's severely depressed, and this is not just a joke, but he's really depressed, yeah. I can I can relate. About a couple of years ago, I was suicidal myself, extremely depressed, drinking a lot, taking a lot of pills, and all I thought about was killing myself. And I got hooked up with a local college school of psychology where I went for counseling for about about a year. And mm-hmm. it was very, very inexpensive. If the guy lives in Michigan, I know there's a lot of nice big universities up there yeah. where they'd have schools of psychology. And basically, you're a, you're being worked on by graduate students, but they're great people, and they very can, compassionate. And they can help them out. You know, and i got to do something for them, too. Well, Chris, I'm glad you made it through it, man. Thank you, well, buddy. Well, well, I did. But like I say, it, it's, I mean... Psych, you know, psychiatric help is fifty to sixty dollars an hour by a professional, but you can go to these people for ten and fifteen dollars a session. And you're helping them learn too. Hey, thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, buddy. You know what? Tonight we got to uh, pick out the helmet of pain stunt for uh, this weekend's fantasy football. Right. How about this helmet of pain? We, for whoever loses this week in fantasy football, we give. We have to uh, give their number to our friend who is suicidal. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Helmet of pain. Joe, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Joe? Hey, is this guy from Detroit? He's uh, he's in Mid-Michigan, but yeah. Yeah, well, I'd kill myself, too, if I was up there. I had, just because the Lions. That's mainly the big reason. We take a break, we come back. <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to have a tattoo of the Bucks on your ass after this weekend. It's the hideout Road Radio 104.1. Your job is to coordinate. I want to know how you coordinated the evacuation. By urging the governor and the mayor to order the mandatory evacuation. And that's coordinating? What would you like for me to do, Congressman? Well, and that's why I'm happy you left. Because that kind of, you know, look in the, high, in the, in the, in the lights like a deer tells me that um, you weren't capable to do the job. And so I guess you want me to be the superhero that is going to step in there and suddenly take everybody out of New Orleans. Listen to the way he talked to Congress. And the guy he was talking to did sound kind of like an idiot. A deer and... like in life, like like a deer. Yeah, he wasn't very eloquent. I need to lick salt. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. That was Mike Brown in front of Congress. But I like how the argument is, uh, I'm not a superhero. Okay, we understand you're not a superhero. They're not real. But what you are supposed to be is in charge of an organization and have some sort of organizational skills. He watched Scrubs last night, had the theme song in his head. 
So he had to throw it out like that. Dude. I wish I was in charge of the crickets right now. Hey, speaking of... Chuck Jock. Wrong one. Speaking of, um, like, bad apologies... Mm-hmm. Chunks, play that clip of Tom DeLay. Tom DeLay was in- indicted from Texas earlier this week. It's on that same CD. It's the first track. Here, He's another one of those where his arguments for his innocence or his reasoning just seems a little off. First of all, they knew that the Republican conference, the Democrats caucus, doesn't have this kind of rule. Uh, we have a rule that says if you're a leader and you're indicted, uh, you have to temporarily step aside. Uh, they knew that if they could get an indictment on me, then I would be removed as majority leader, and it would disrupt uh, our agenda and our ability to accomplish an, an agenda, an agenda that the Democrats hate. Uh, they announced this strategy uh, from their campaign committee, the DCCC, put it on their website. We've got all the documents showing this. I mean, this started in 1993 when I got my first ethics charges, and then in 95 when I got more ethics charges. And then, I, and then I had a, re, a racketeering suit filed against me. And I had more ethics charges. What? Everything has been dismissed. Everything. I have not broken a rule of the House. I have not broken any law. And I have acted in an ethical manner and in accomplishing the Republican agenda. All right. Here's what's great about that. He just rattles off all the stuff that he's been in His trouble rap for. Sheet. Yeah. That's like a rapist saying, well, uh, you're, you know. Well, that, you're talking about the time I was brought up on rape in 93, and then the time I was brought up on rape in 95, and then 97 and 99. One at, time you had to have raped a chick. At some point you raped somebody. You just happen to have good lawyers. Or but, you know how to clean up properly. Could you imagine that's the defense? Uh, I didn't do it because you guys haven't nailed me on it the previous seven times. That means I've never done it and never will do it. Right. <laughs> you cannot charge me with uh, something new because you've, uh, you haven't been able to nail it on me before. I just thought that was the most interesting rationale ever. It just—it really doesn't make sense. It, it's, I mean, I can see saying, hey, these people are out to get me. Look at what they've done before. But you can't say, I'm not guilty. Because I wasn't found guilty the 40 other times I've been charged with other things. Uh, That's maybe because you're friends with the judge. I don't know. Yeah. Um, officer, I'm not currently drinking and driving because uh, the last three times I got pulled over for drinking and driving, I blew a point uh, .07 or .09 and got off on a technicality. I take responsibility. Oh, that was a low. Point. No, you're gonna. You're. I know you're gonna back far away from this one, Mr. President. You are not gonna take responsibility for this one. They're already beginning to distance themselves now that it's really looking like mm-hmm. it's gonna come down hard on delay. But I, I just thought that was funny as hell. The funny thing is, it's been like looking like it's gonna come down for a while, and it's finally taking shape. Now here's the thing, though. You got all these guys. They're all dirty. Oh, definitely. I'm not here just ripping on him because he's a Republican. They're all dirty. Every single one of them. Representatives, your your senators, 
they're all uh, just uh, morons and very dirty, underhanded, cheating people. I want. I wonder why that is, because you'd think when when you first start off trying to... Are you still doing your Hepe impression? Yeah, he, he now he can't get out of it. That's what I was wondering, too. When you first start off trying to, to run for a representative, I'm sure you go in it saying, I'm going to change things. I'm going to be the one that's different. I'm going to stand against the norm. I wouldn't bet that most of them do that. You know what? Those people don't get elected. And if they do, they see the money to be made by not being ethical and not being... Uh, you know, clean. It's like, like Catherine Harris here in Florida. Mm-hmm. She ran because she could, because she made a name for herself in the 2000 election. And now she's running for senator for the same reason, because she can. Not because she wants to change the world. Not because she cares about uh, people. Because she can. That's why they do it. I'm telling you guys, we've been in D.C. We've seen the way these guys are treated up there. They're rock stars. They're treated better than uh, Surge from System of a Down, and it's every day in Washington, D.C. they're treated this way. And so are their staffers and all of them. It's, we gotta, we got to fix the system. The system is broken. You vote out every incumbent, every single one of them, and you just start anew. Not going to happen. It's going to start in 2006. What's happening then? It's when I'm taking over. I'll be elected president. You're running for president? I already told you this. I haven't heard about it. This is the first I'm hearing about it. I, I have a... Well, one, you're not going to be vice president, then. I have one of his actual people that are going to be voting for him, kind of a testimonial. Oh, huh? Tommy, you're so hot. Thank you, Peanut. So I, are you. That's my cousin, Peanut. That's... I've got the Latino vote. <laughs> Latina. Whatever. What do you mean, whatever? you got to pretend to care. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm... Pretending. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back. Now, is Latina is that like Tina Turner somehow related in there? Or? No, it's Tina, Tur- Tina Turner drinking a coffee. Oh, what the hell? A latte joke. <laughs> I got you. Okay. <laughs> it's a quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 479161041888978 Star1041 on your singular wireless phone. We have those tickets to Miss Monster mm-hmm. for a week from tomorrow. Halloween Horror Nights, Nine Inch Nails tickets all to be given out during the Hideout Headline Game Show. Also coming up this weekend, too, J Dubs, mm-hmm. uh, you and I at separate events. Uh, first tomorrow night, I'm going to be at And the Beat Goes On. It's a benefit for uh, New Orleans and the culture of New Orleans. And basically what it is is you buy beads and get into 40 different bars and clubs for free, and they got drink specials at every single one. I'm going to be at the Matador on Pine Street between 5 and 9. Uh, Savannah is going to be at the Lodge, and Jack is going to be at Sky 60. So that is tomorrow and that is benefiting uh, New Orleans and the culture of New Orleans is because it's very important that that gets back up. Otherwise, New Orleans will not be the same. And you will be celebrating not having to get a tattoo at Buffalo Wild Wings on Sunday night, Sunday night football from 8 to 10, the Buffalo Wild Wings on International Drive. And do you know what game that's going to be? 
Hmm. San Francisco 49ers versus Arizona Cardinals in Mexico City. Oh, is it? Yes. It's the big Mexico uh, City, the first uh, end-of-the-season game out of the country. So it's going to be an interesting game, to say the least. Hmm. And with how high uh, Mexico City is... The altitude? Yeah, it's going to uh, be interesting to see how, how they fare with the, with the thin air. Now, it's usually not that different because the Dallas Mavericks, I'm avid, you know, Mavericks mm-hmm. fan, they do a lot of they've done a lot of stuff in Mexico before and it's pretty much the equivalent to playing like in Denver or something. Yeah, that's what they said. Actually, uh they it's markedly higher than that, but they said the uh the the air tends to be about the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whenever you see a team playing in Denver, Denver always has the upper hand because they aren't as tired by the end of the game. So because they're used to it. Mm-hmm. But then they go on the road and you would figure they'd have another advantage too, and they don't ever end up doing uh-huh. it. Denver sucks. They just do. They they mess the bed whenever possible. The Rockies suck. The Nuggets suck. The Broncos had a couple of years, and then it's it. And do they even have hockey there? I guess the the Avalanche do. Yeah. Well. Bill, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Bill? You know what I was thinking about? What's that? Do you guys believe in karma? Uh, I mean... I believe it comes and goes. Yeah. It I, comes and goes. I'm on 417, the toll road to the airport, right? Mm-hmm. And the toll lady gives me way too much change. Like how much? What happened? Like an extra $20 change. Oh, damn, dude. And I said... Whoa, you've given me way too much change. Oh, thank you so much. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't want your till to be off. You know, have a great night and pulled away. And then I started thinking about it. Like, all the times I go to pick people up at the airport and I take the toll road, maybe that was karma trying to pay me back. See, here's the thing. I rejected it. You did. pushed it back. You completely screwed yourself, and you're probably going to die in a car accident later on. Mm. (laughs) Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Oh, no, Bill. Bill! Bill! No! Here's the thing. I actually believe that um, at some point it would even out if you'd taken the 20. You'd end up losing 20 in like, yeah. you know, sometime later on in the year. Or who knows? Maybe you dropped the 20 three years ago. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's your payback. You don't know. It's a cycle, my friend. Do you believe Take it? Take it when you can. Now, technically, karma is from, quote-unquote, life to life. Isn't that the whole yeah. thing about karma, that it doesn't happen within the same lifetime that it happens in later lifetimes? Yeah, but but it's kind of been readopted into something where, you know, if, uh, like, uh, almost you're on a positive beat if you do the right thing, and just more positive things will happen. If you have yourself in a positive mindset. Now, you just happen to notice the positive thing. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. Exactly. You're looking for it, then. You're mm-hmm. looking for karma to either bite you in the ass or pay you back. Now, what do you think about this, though? Do you happen to think that if you're doing bad things, bad things will come to you just because you're a bad person? No. I don't believe that at all. I, there's plenty of bad people out there. The only reason they get caught is because they're getting caught doing bad things, not because the bad things bit them in the ass. Hmm. Yeah, maybe that is true. Because there's plenty of bad things that aren't considered bad that you never have to pay for. Like? So when they're considered bad, it's when you pay for them. All right, I want you to ponder that for a second. First, 
Tuttle, hideout general manager's on the phone. What's up, Tuts? Hey, what's going on, guys? How, How are you, buddy? Hey, by the way, great NASCAR report this afternoon. I'm not a big NASCAR fan, but I love when Tuttle does the NASCAR report on the uh, Phillips file. Yeah, people like it when I bag on the driver. So I, I was uh, I was yeah. really digging it. Well, well, thank you very much. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to call in about. Hopefully, I wasn't interrupting in anything. No, so. we're never. All right. Um. So, did you guys pull the 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 stunt uh, the hideout helmet of pain yet? Not no, yet. we we have not pulled that one yet. We'll do it here in probably about thirty minutes. All right. I just want to make for sure. I just want to know what I was up for this weekend because I you know sometimes I go through the whole weekend not knowing what the stunt is. Right. Mm. All right. Also, another thing, I um, wanted to talk a little bit about Chunks. Okay. Um, you know, I know that he keeps, he lives like an animal at his house and everything. Yes, he does. But uh, this morning when I came into the studio, Russ was trying to get ready for the show, and there were chairs scattered all over the studio. Wow. And I had to clean it all up, and, you know, I just didn't know if that was Chunks or whatever, but I don't know if, if you know what it's like trying to carry 24 chairs through three different doors. Into alone, the, yeah. A, yeah. Alone by myself. The leftovers from the hideout open door policy. Um, chunks. Mm. Yeah. Do you have an explanation for this? Uh, I left As early. the executive producer of the hideout, do you have any... Yes, I left early, and I told both Bateman and Daron to make sure uh -oh. that Putin cleaned up everything. So now we're playing the blame game. No, 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 I left early, but... So Chunks, uh, Michael Brown, we're playing the blame game, huh? No. Yeah. You putting it on uh, Mayor Nagin over there? I, I left early, and I Don't told Don't be racist. Nagin. Oh, okay. I told them to make sure that Putin cleaned up, because sometimes he gets forgetful. Wow. Well, I'm just trying to say, you know, Russ, you know, he was kind of on my case because he was like, could you please get these chairs out of here? They're really distract wow. distracting me. Because we had guests in the studio this morning. Oh, man. You could barely even walk through it. It was like a graveyard of, like, plastic chairs. Wow. You're giving the hideout a bad name, Chunks. And those are our buddies, and the monsters have done so much for us. Oh, Russ loves you and uh, Dubs, man. He, he he talks about you guys all the time. He Not talks too about bad how of good chunks. you are. Hmm. Well, you know what, Tuttle? I don't know about that. We're going to get it straightened out. In fact, I'm now willing to say that no matter what the stunt is from the Helmet of Pain, someone else is going to have to stunt, even if they end up winning. All right. I'm sorry, man. I don't mean to... No, no, no. No, no I need that information. Yeah, we I, need that that's front why and center. That's why you're the hideout general manager. You are eyes and ears. Uh, All right, man. Well, listen, you guys are doing a great show as always. Just wanted to call in and uh, just feed you some of that information, man. Thank Sorry you, to interrupt, okay? No, no, no problem. Never interrupting. All right, bye-bye. It's nice that Chunks could leave early for a little vacation yesterday, but yeah. I was I was back here trying to fix the uh, main board computer. Yeah, well, uh, while Chunks is out there partying, That's you're true. out here... You're out here, uh, you know, trying to fix computers and everything. Did you see? He has no chairs on the mind. Did you see me frantically calling people at 10:50 last I night? Because I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to go off the air because I wasn't sure if the board was actually going to fire or not. I'm Kevin, you're in. The, Kevin, you're me in the too. hideout on Rover Radio. What's up, Kevin? Hey guys, talking about karma, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I uh, went to a toll booth. I got about eight dollars extra change. I got pulled over like three minutes later. Went to jail. So for what? I think I think karma exists. Excuse me. What'd you get? What'd you go to jail for? Oh well, my insurance wasn't quite up to date, but I've <laughs> driven for three years before then. So. Oh wow. Sorry. So you, but you say as far as the karma goes on the toll road, you got the eight dollars extra change. You're like, hey, this is gonna be a great day. You end up going to jail and probably costing you like a grand or something. A little more than that, but yeah. <laughs> now I have insurance, so it cost me there too. So. Wow. That's All right. Karma for you. All right, Kevin. Thank you. That's a lot. Yeah, but he was getting away with it. 
and then all of a sudden he exactly. gets $8. Exactly. Then he gets $8 When, $8 when you're change. doing bad things that people are looking out for and you can get in trouble for it, that's when it's supposed to be karma biting you. Oh, so what, are you too good for karma? No, but it's not real. I think Doves is too good for karma somehow. You know, you're right, because here's the thing. Like, if you and I make some, like, retard joke, like, we're going to get, like, in a car accident on the way home, but him, he could, like, Don't kick a re- fun of retards. <laughs> he could kick, like, a retarded midget and then, like, win the lottery on the way home. Here's the thing about... Those silly bastards. Here's the thing about Dubs. He's Teflon. For some reason, everyone ends up uh, on the show hating me and loving him, yet he's the meanest to everyone. I am not mean to anyone. Oh, come on. Who am I mean to? Everybody. Who? Me... I'm Putin, mean to you because you're mean to everybody. Donkey lips. And everybody, everybody else is afraid to say something to you, so I have to be the ma- bad guy. I'm the bad guy now. Chunks. And yet you are loved. You are loved. You're like W. Teflon president, Teflon dubs. I hate it, too. Why? Because it's just not fair. Maybe because I'm the nice guy. You're not the nice guy. You're so amazingly not the nice guy. How am I not the nice guy? What have I done that's so mean and cruel? I don't know what you talk about, people. See how you act, people. Neil, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Neil? Hey, man, you guys are getting soft. How? You're, well, you know, Chumps left the chairs out, monkeyed up the whole works. And, uh, you know, there was a day where you guys would have whipped out the whipple ball bat. You know what? You're right. You know, that's like the funniest stuff is to listen to him scream in pain. Uh, you and know, I haven't heard it in a while. Uh, you know what, dude? Well, I was I'm, punching him in the head earlier. I am. Well, <laughs> but you didn't do it, so I could hear it. Uh, you know what, and that's true, because that was like 30, 45 minutes ago. Are you right, Neil? Hold on a second. I don't know about wiffle balls. Since it was chairs, how about chairs? How about we be in with a few chairs? I like that idea. I didn't do... I delegated. Delegated? What was I supposed to do? I left. <laughs> Were you supposed to be some kind of superhero? Why, gonna, why don't you hit Putin with that? Ah! Dang! Come on! Ah! Ah! Ow! I you, missed! Sounded like you broke something. Ah! Ah! Throw it at him. No! I didn't hmm. do anything! You didn't clean up the chairs, Chunks. I didn't... <laughs> ah! What happened that after Chillers? Hurt. What happened after Chillers? What do you mean, what happened after Chillers? What did you do after you left Chillers? I thought I could trust Daron. You didn't think ah. you could uh, come up here, check out uh, the place? And, dude, you're making headaches for the monsters? I told... That's a big headache. Ah! That's not cool. I can't feel the bottom part of my back. Hmm, that's the perfect place to hit you right now, then. No, 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 no. There's some feeling coming in the back of it. There's No, there's feeling, man. I, you don't... Yeah! Dude, come on! Hey, hey, it's fine! Dude, I didn't... Hum it, hum it! Stop it, please! Have mercy! I don't like the fact that we're getting called soft. Because we were told by certain people not to Uh, abuse you. And now, because of that, we're being called soft. You guys aren't soft. You're very very generous bosses. What did you say? Very generous bosses. He called you soft. I didn't. 
I had soft pretzel the Voorhees bit. Ow! Ah! Ah! You hit him in the back of the neck. Please, now you've gone over the line. Please. All right, you're hard. I hate you, Tuttle. You're right. You hate Tuttle? Yes. Tuttle, if you want to make it up here sometime, you can hit him too. That's ah. one free shot for Tuttle. Take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. It is Friday night. And reminding you, tomorrow night, and the beat goes on, 40 bars in downtown, bars and clubs. You get you buy beads and get into them for free. And then you have uh, drink specials at everyone. Savannah's going to be at the Lodge. Jack at Sky 60. I will be at the Matador. And uh, that's from 5 to 9 tomorrow. All throughout downtown Orlando, so join us. And then Dubs on uh, Sunday night. Sunday night football. Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, 8 to 10, the one on International Drive. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go hang out with you, too. Right on. I think uh, Chunks will be out there, too, and Deuce Childrone said he'll, he's going to stop by. So it's going to be a little hideout party going out at Buffalo Wild Wings on International Drive. Hey, Putin, what was that you put up on the call screen, a caller about going to the military? What happened? Uh, I didn't get his name, but um, he said that he, I, I believe he called you guys about joining the military, like whether or not he should, mm-hmm. and he decided that he would, and he said he might be able to call back later on. Okay, so we ended up going into the military, huh? Yes, sir. If I recall correctly, didn't he have kids? Yeah. I think the guy yeah. called us and he had kids, and I don't remember what his reasoning was for going there's into the military. There's something with the wife or the girl. I don't remember exactly. Well, I thought it was maybe that he... Th- Felt guilty or something about Iraq and you want to go help out? No, no, it wasn't that. It was personal reasons in his life. Maybe uh, that he lost his job or something. Yeah, yeah. I think he needed a good job to support his family. Mm-hmm. And so he thought the way he would do it was to go into the military. I thought he just wanted to shower with guys. No. Mo. Are you sure? I think I'm right. <laughs> According to this... Oh, did you see this, too? What What's this? What they're doing? The Army National Guard. Uh, if you sign up, you can get three free music downloads from iTunes. Ooh! <laughs> I get three songs and possibly can lose my life. At least I'll be able to listen to Drowning Pool while it's happening. It's pathetic. I, d- I mean, it's an interesting marketing thing because, no. you know, we do need people... For service, I just... Give them something better than that. At least, like, a beach blanket or something. I think you get a hat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the military now. I'm glad I got these downloads. Yeah! All right, you're making everyone who's... That's not cool. You're making everyone sound like they're a nut. 
than the military. If you're, if this is the only reason you join up, you are a nut. Uh, yeah, if you are joining up to get the, uh, so you don't have to buy the body CD or the drowning <laughs> pool CD. I just thought it was very interesting. The Army National Guard. It says, "Listen up, get three free music downloads from iTunes when you sign up." Okay, hold on a second. What would your three downloads be? Take them wisely. It's like what you're taking to a deserted island with you. The three songs that I would have to have. Hmm. What about you, Dubs? You take something from Guar? No, no songs are worth dying for. That's my problem here. Yeah, give me a little Ruby Soho. Hmm. Make war fun. I'd have to take long songs, like Laterals from Tool, something that's a good nine minutes. That really is basically three songs, but it's a... Sounds like a modern-day war song. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, sign me up. Patton. I'm going. I'm definitely going. What do you... I think... I'll sign you up right now. Let's do it. I think if Chunks were to get a free music download, I think he, I think Chunks would definitely have one that he'd like. No. He's just crying I, into his uh, 12-gauge or whatever. I wouldn't take this. Like his private pile. It's not a good song for him. It's not a funny joke. You know what song I would use? You know what song I would take? Clark Clarkson. Yeah, Dan Skippy. Uh, you'd have the gayest iPod in the military. He'd get kicked out of the military for his iPod. No way, dude. This song's badass. They won't have to ask. This song makes me want to kill. Brings out my killer instinct. I'm a homosexual. <laughs> yeah. God. Damn. I hate vagina. I hate vagina. I I just retarded. Chunks is a homo. He took a man. So yeah. Die. I'm a dirty slut. Playing with your little buttocks. Yeah, I'm gay. You'd see him there on the front lines in tears. Thinking about whatever girl broke his heart. What's wrong, Chunks? You look sad. I don't like this song, man. I thought you loved this song. Not funny, dude. Are you crying over there, you sissy? No, I'm just pondering. Pondering what? Just leave me alone for a second. Love lost? Hold on, I'm going to fill this out for Chunk. First name. Chunk. McFadison. Last name. Venezia. <laughs> Address. 2500 Maitland Center Parkway. Hate this song. Well, I'm gonna get you this so you can download it on your iPod. Give me dead. You're in Maitland, and we're in Florida. Phone number 703. Please don't. 279. <laughs> please, please don't. 975. All right, please. With the sun. All right, I get the point. Carmen, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hi, Chunks. You remember that time that I laughed at you in the car because you asked me out and you started crying? 
Mo. Fourteen twenty-three. Come on, dude! I'm waiting to hear back from guests. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Email chunks mixball ninety-nine <laughs> at aol.com. Sex, hmm, undecided. And I would like Goo Goo Dolls, Iris. Done. All right, Chunks, you should be getting that. You put it into your iPod. Military guy, you're on the high down the road radio. Hey, what's, up? what's going on, guys? Yo. Hey, buddy. Man, you guys are hilarious. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, so, are you, were you our, uh, our friend? You decided you're going in? Yeah, yeah, I'm going in. I've already taken the ASVAB and the... Uh, What'd you score in the ASVAB? Physical. What's that? What'd you score in the ASVAB? 88. Nice. Is that Thanks. good? Um, I, What was the reasoning? Do you remember what the reasoning was? I can't remember what your reasoning was. I remember you were telling us, but I don't want to get all garbled and confused. No, it's cool. Um, what? Actually, no, I have a nine-year-old daughter. Yeah. And um, now I'm 30 years old. Right. And um, I'm a butcher by trade. And uh, that's falling by the wayside. And, yeah, that's a, that's um, a I, job. I love computers. What, what's that? I was going to say, that's a job you wouldn't figure that would fall by the wayside because there's always going to be meat. Yeah, but you have to move to, uh, to yeah, you have to move out to the Midwest, Idaho, and, oh, and yeah. Iowa, and all that kind of crap. Right, right, right. And uh, I mean, uh, as far as uh, you know, grocery store butchers, they're falling by the wayside. Everything's going to pre-packed meat and everything else. Wow, Mo. wow. Yeah, so, so, what are you? Uh, so you're going in? So you got your daughter now? Did you have a chick or not? Yeah, yeah, I've been married for almost 12 years. Wow, so you're leaving the daughter and the wife behind, and you... No, 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 no. Um, The cool thing about the military is, I mean, it's... Actually, I'm going to the Navy. Okay. So, yeah, it's a whole... I'm not going to be a a groundsman. No no way, man. Come on. Come on, Dubs. (laughs) Um, All right, well, that's a... All right, well, that doesn't sound too bad, then. Are you you getting stationed somewhere else, or... Well, yeah, I mean everything. I mean everything seems pretty cool from what I've, uh, yeah, from what I've been told. But uh, that's all coming from the recruiter. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's all roses from him. Trust me. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, everything's yeah, it's better roses. So hopefully, uh, not in the future. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> well, I'm like coughing. Well, but, but uh, no, no, but every now everything sounds good. I mean, it, it's uh, it, it's pretty good gig. Um, I mean, I like computers, you know, and uh, they're going to teach me the high tech and and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's um, no, no, it, it's it, it, it's it's tra- it's a trade off. I mean, yeah, I'm going to get my butt kicked and everything else, but I mean, <laughs> You'll when pro- I get out, you know, in four, six years, something like that, I can come out, and, you know, and with with an IT. Yeah, you know, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Well, hey, best of luck to you, brother. We mean it, and uh, take care of yourself, all right? Hey, you too, man. You guys are great, man. Keep it up, uh, <laughs> and, and, and don't don't take it too hard on those guys, eh? All right, well, Chunk sucks, but other than that, thank <laughs> you, military guy. Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> oh. right, let's take a break. We'll come back. More on the hideout, J-Dubs. It's a Friday night. It's a party. I believe... Uh, well, we talked about so far, suicide and dirty and leaving your family to go to the Navy. 
Well, Doogie uh, Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes are coming up. Oh. Apparently, they're bringing some friends. They're going to sit around in their uh, undies. Thank you. Or maybe even the chicks a little bit less than undies. Just to hang out on a Friday night. They're loud. Uh, so, give me a cookie. What is that? Well, never mind. No. I can't say it on air. It's a double entendre. No, don't. So Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Doing the butt. Friday night in the hideout. I am El Jefe. That is J Dubs. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. I need a pick me up. Yeah. Bring yourself any energy drinks. Mm mm. Yeah. I'm thinking like cocaine. Why? Then pick you up, won't it? Have you ever done cocaine before? No, that's what I hear, though. It's good for, you know, energy. It's basically just, what, cocoa leaves, isn't it? Or cocoa beans? Yeah, it's like a cup of cocoa, basically. That's what I hear. What? Now you're looking at me like I'm crazy, just because I say I need a little coke. It's just not a thing to come out of someone who's never done any drugs before. You usually start off with a little pot. No, Maybe, I don't uh, believe that. The the whole thing about pot being a gateway. No, it's not a gateway. It's just crawling. You know, like when you're. Why crawl? I don't believe in crawling. And I was thinking about that today too. Hmm. And it's gonna sound like I was high when I was thinking about it, but I wasn't. Have you thought about how odd it is that we walk upright and like at some point babies just figure out it's time for them to start walking upright? Do you think they just figure out it's time to start walking upright, or is it? Uh... They see everybody else doing it, so they think, all right, I got to try it. Yeah, do you think if everyone crawled, babies I'm, would have the, like, if they were, if babies were raised in an environment. Of just crawling people? Would they ever learn to walk? Um, I don't think they would learn to walk to the length of uh, what, like, a normal person would. I think they might prop themselves up sometimes, like in the standing position, but I don't think they would walk around everywhere. I think they would prefer the way of everyone else, which is crawling. I swear to you, I wasn't high when I was thinking about this. I was actually at the gym. Just looking at a bunch of people walking and wondering why? Yeah, and then well, and then at the gym, they got the, the, the daycare, and the babies are there, and they're crawling, and I'm thinking, at what point does you des- do you decide, hey, I'm going to start walking now? And you gotta train yourself to walk when it really seems like it would be easier just to crawl. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four. I don't know if you throw that out to the people. It seems kind of silly. I, I think you do. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone because I think I got it down, but I'm not an expert. I don't know. Nick, you're in the hideout on our radio. What's up, Nick? How's it going, guys? What's up, mm-hmm. dude? So here you talking about cocaine? <laughs> yeah. You a snowman? Yeah, just wanna wanna tell you I got a lot of experience for that. Yeah. Is it is it a good pick me up? Yeah, it's it's a real good pick me up. Nothing <laughs> like crack though. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know right now. Crack's better. If you're looking for a serious pick me up, you just need to do it. Don't do it a lot. It's pretty pretty addictive. All right, but you just do it in uh in bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, just You'll... a little bit, spread it out. Maybe do some cocaine too if you really. I really know looking you. Looking for a good time. I All right, know thanks, you, Nick. And you'll never feel worse than when you hit your low. 
right after uh, you get done with your little pick-me-up. Yeah, but you know how you get rid of that. You just do it again. Yeah, you, that's true. That's the only way to get rid of it. And then you're fine. You try to drink it away, it's still there. Look at you. You're already addicted to the ephedra. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You hit a low, you're yelling at everybody, you go pop a couple pills, you're okay again. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do it with crack. What's the difference? (laughs) Seriously, what's the difference? Whether it's that or Zoloft or Wellbutrin or what any of the crazies are taking, why can't I just do a little crack cocaine? You can. I'll let you. Number nine, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. F.A. Nipples, listen, man. Yo. Uh, Cocaine. Son, uh, don't do it. It's not good for you. But if you want to wake up, it's it's good for you. Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> I guess he had to go do cocaine. Something about people who do coke—they always gotta go. They always got some place to be. It, it seems like a great life. Hey, by the way, speaking of—they're never bored. Babies and uh, cocaine and crawling and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You see where the Teletubbies? The Teletubbies? I don't know if they got in trouble for doing cocaine, but. There's some sort of like a drug ring where they were smuggling cocaine in in the Teletubbies, like into the country. Really? What was smuggling it? cocaine with Teletubbies. That's kind of genius. Who's going to look in a Teletubby box for cocaine? Yeah, federal officials in New York yesterday announced the arrest of 22 members of an international drug cartel. They revealed that cocaine shipments seized by immigration and customs enforcement agents were labeled with a sweet portrait of the colorful cartoon quartet, the Teletubbies. Hmm. Now, I mean, it's kind of obvious that the Teletubbies had something to do with this, because all the, all the signs are there that the Teletubbies are on Coke. How? I've seen Tinky Winky giving a handy for an eight ball before. You've never seen I've that. I've seen it happen. Where have you seen that? I know you're not seeing that on PBS. No, I've, I go to some of the clubs where these types of things happen. I'm, I'm telling you, I've, I've seen Dipsy at her house completely just enthralled with vacuuming. Can't stop. Always cleaning. All right. So you're saying on one episode, Lala was rubbing his teeth talking about nummies. Yeah. I got the nummies. <laughs> mm. Poe was uh, just constantly rubbing his nose, which, you know, you, you kind of let go for a little bit. but Is it Poe or Poo? I think it's Poe. I don't know. They just sit there squeaking. And then that that was one of those shows. I think if you were high to watch that show, you were on a whole nother level. Oh, I'm sure. Watching a bunch of little furry coked out things. weren't there? Wasn't, wasn't there a lot of like drinking games and stuff around that too? Were there? I think there were. There like Teletubby drinking games. Well, but, one of the drinking games could have been how many times is uh, Dipsy going to go to the bathroom? Wonder what she was doing on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or maybe you had to do a drink every time you saw a Tinky Winky with toilet paper up his nose for the constant nosebleeds. Every time it just fell out and he didn't even notice it. Getting so whacked. And I really, I, I felt bad when I saw Poe uh, just dropping ridiculous weight. I mean, that's when you know it's gone to a different level, and that's actually their meal. A nice little mound. Can you lose weight doing that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, well, i got to get on it. Uh, this seems like there are all kinds of benefits. Staying awake, losing weight. I don't see any drawbacks. Funny thing is, Lala always had, like, four strippers following him around. 
Between that and Dipsy grinding the tea. Oh, yeah. You guys uh, want to go out? Huh? Hmm? How many people have we met in our careers? <laughs> They're just, that's all of it. That, that's them Always constantly. sweating, asking for you to turn up the AC. Hey, man, I uh, can't really breathe in here. You mind turn up the uh, AC? It's a lot cooler in the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> and then they come out completely fine. Never seen someone so healthy after they've had a bump. Yeah, like they're like they literally like got done jogging a mile. They mm-hmm. just feel great. Take a break. We're gonna come back. Hideout headline game show. Let's do it now, J Dubs. Um, here's what's up to gr- up for grabs tonight in the Hideout headline game show. We have for you amazing prizes that include tickets to Miss Monster 2005. Tickets to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal will be broadcasting live on Friday the 14th. Also, tickets to see Nine Inch Nails live at the TD Waterhouse. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Call now. Be a winner with The Hideout and Real Radio 104.1. Hi, right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Time for the Hideout Headline Game Show. And uh, great prizes tonight. Miss Monster tickets for a week from tomorrow. Um, got a couple of pair of those. Pair of tickets for Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. We will be broadcasting live Friday the 14th. Mm-hmm. What was that two weeks from tonight? Yes, two weeks from tonight. Get out of here, man! Wow. <laughs> All right, so live broadcast at both of those. Two live broadcasts in the next two weeks. Miss Monster. Next well, week. That's next Saturday. Hmm. Oops. <laughs> no fair producers. They remind us of this stuff. <laughs> Oof. And then Nine Inch Nails on the 25th. Okay. Uh, ladies first in the hideout. Hideout headline game show. The unpaid producer. Uh, Putin is your host. Now, here's the problem. He has yet to make a new open for his game show. We getting any help? Nah, we're we're stuck here all alone. Without any Nothing paddles. Okay, well, fair enough. Um, got a nice turd here we can paddle with. Uh, world news, national news, local news, sports news, entertainment news. And you decide uh, you'll be a winner. Um, you can either be true, false, uh Fill in the blank, multiple choice. Mm-hmm. Ladies first in the hideout. So we'll go to Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Nicole, you ready to play? Yes. All right. Well, which category would you like? World, national, local, sports. Um, what was the other one? Entertainment? Entertainment. All right. Is what? it local sports or local and sports? Local, local and sports. sports. Local. All right. Local news. Here is Putin. All right. True or false local today, Florida's new deadly force law takes effect on Saturday. True or false? True. Oh, you know what the hell is going on, but just barely by the tone of your voice. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. What are you going to take, Nicole? What, what's... Um, I'm going to take the Halloween Horror Nights tickets. My brother's birthday is um, in a couple weeks. Oh, and nice. Birthday well, present. well, I hope you guys come out on the night we're broadcasting live, uh, Friday night the 14th. Thank... Are they available that night? Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Hold on, Nicole. Congratulations, Cool. Sweetie. Thank you. And happy birthday to your brother. 
Because we care here mm-hmm. in the hideout. We care. <laughs> um, so that starts when? Tomorrow, the deadly force thing? And what does that even mean? I can now shoot people? It means that if you feel threatened, you are allowed to respond with deadly force. Right, what if I feel threatened by my career because they're not making game show opens? If can you, I shoot? If your career... Because I really would really, really like to shoot. If your career is a, is a... It is. Then you can shoot. Okay, great. Somebody please give me a gun. And if there's no game show open by Monday, uh, I'm threatened. I feel I, threatened. I, I think you uh, might have a heart attack. Uh, actually, I'm probably going to have one before then. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. It's been a rough week. Um, Cynthia, ladies first in the hideout. You ready to play? Hey, Cynthia. I'm ready to play. All right, locals off the board. So world, national, sports, or entertainment news. What would you like to go with, sweetie? I'm going to go with sports. All right, here is sports news. With intern Putin. All right, this is a fill in the blank. Despite a lower abdominal injury, abdominal injury, this NFL quarterback made the NFC Offensive Player of the Month award for September for the second straight year. All right, who was a quarterback? NFC has a lower abdominal strain. Cynthia, I hope you know sports. That's a tough one. Uh, even if you really, really do. Okay. Donovan McNabb. I heard someone tell her in the background. Oh, that's but fine. I don't care. Congratulations, you're a winner. Oh, thank you. All right, hold on, Cynthia. Ah. You, know what? you know what? That's a good move, guys, because we have the ladies first rule in the hideout. You get I your, think he did that, too. You get your chick to call in, and she moves right to the front of the line. That's just that's genius. Nice. Work the system. That's what I'm talking about. you got to massage it. Work the system. Have her come up and work us. You can have whatever tickets you want. That is true. Uh, Adrian, you're in the hideout on Road Radio? Hi. All right, ah, another chick, front of the line. Here we go, Adrian. You ready to play? Yes, I am. All right, so sports and local off the table. We're left with world, the national entertainment. What would you like, sweetie? Entertainment. Entertainment news with Putin. All right, entertainment is going to be multiple choice today. Uh, let's see. Mike Myers will play what famous rock drummer in an upcoming film? Is it A, John Bonham? B. Keith Moon, C. Rick Allen, or D. Ringo Starr. Who is Mike? Mike? Wow, that, whatever it is, it sounds like it's going to be an awful movie. Uh, I guess I'm going to go with D. Ringo, Ringo Starr. Star? Yeah. You have no clue about the world in which you live, my friend. Who is he playing? He's going to be playing Keith Moon in a movie about uh, the Who called, I believe, Guess Who. Okay, why? <laughs> Seriously, why? Roger no. Daltrey likes him, thinks he's a genius. And that's no, a why, why, no, why, why a movie about the who? Yeah, that's exactly the question. Because Roger Daltrey has a lot of money and he's producing it. Oh, so he's paying for a movie about himself. Talk about a guy throwing himself his own birthday party. By the way, uh, October 20th, I'll be throwing myself a party down at Chiller's. Be throwing myself. What are you, uh, are you Irish or Scottish now? I've I'd be throwing just, myself. I heard about, uh... Uh, Mike Myers, and I figured I'd go, uh, so I married an axe murderer on you. Uh, <laughs> nice. Look at his big head. Um, yeah, I mean, is there a band out there that you'd want to see a movie about? No. I don't I, think there's one. Now, maybe a couple of documentaries. I, I didn't think I'd want to see that. I don't really care about the life of a band. Make the music and shut up. I don't know, man. Back, I don't know. I think I'd like to see, like... Back then, like Manson in the early days, followed around and some of the stuff they did. That seems like that would be kind of fun. But are there any other bands that are worth like an actual feature film? You obviously missed the Def Leppard 
movie on VH1 a few years back. No, was there a Def Leppard movie? I did see that. It was excellent. Oh. I did see that one. Great yeah. acting. The hair looked real. <laughs> I think they were actually playing their own instruments. Uh, let's go to BJ. BJ's up next in the hideout. You ready? Yes, sir. All right, we got world and national news left on the table, my friend. Again, Miss Monster tickets up for grabs. Nine Inch Nails tickets. What what, uh, what would you like, my friend? Uh, national, sir. National news. Here's Putin, the hideout headline game show. National tonight is going to be true or false, sir. After nearly three years in jail for refusing to reveal her source, New York Times reporter Judith Miller on Friday broke her silence and was released from prison on Thursday of this week. True, or, true or false? True or false? True. That is incorrect, sir. You have no clue about the world in which you live. Uh, it you, was three months. Yeah, it was. that was really... You're really pulling those. Wow, you just... Uh, she was only in there for three months, and you put three years. Okay. Well, he details. <laughs> you know, you got to yeah. pay attention to details. And now, it wasn't the thing about Judith Miller. Um, and by the way, I like that. I like that you're doing that. Because <laughs> it makes people pay attention. Her thing is that she didn't want to give up a source. More than likely, the source is going to be Carl Rove, isn't it? Um, That was a thought, uh, but... Um, I'm sorry, aides close to her have... Uh, AIDS? Said, yes. She's got it? In jail after three months? It's unfortunate jail does that to people. Um, people are saying... Uh, that was a dubs joke, but he was sipping on water, so I went for it. Uh, a number of people are saying that she's, it's going to be... Uh, I'm sorry, I have to find how to pronounce his name. Well, then never mind. It's Louis Libby. Uh, I, Not G. Gordon? Louis Libby? I like poop. Foul Vang. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap up the Hideout Headline Game Show. I guess we are left with world news. Who's been on hold the longest? That's you, Forrest. Congratulations. You got a chance. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready, man. All right, buddy. The land, the lines are jammed up. You are. You have your shot. Miss Monster tickets. You got the Nine Inch Nails tickets. Here's Putin with world news. All right, world tonight is multiple choice. British police have rescued 19 women in Birmingham, Britain, who were what? Is it A, Iraqi refugees, B, sex slaves, C, mentally disabled, or D, Saudi Arabian refugees? I was hoping uh, D would be both B and C. What is it, Forrest? Oh, man. I'm going to go with, uh, uh, I really need tickets. I'm going to go with B. Sex slaves? Yeah. That is correct, sir. You know what the hell is going on. Well, congratulations. I love it when people get excited when they're winners. I like that. All right, so congratulations to Nicole, Cynthia, and Forrest, all winners in the Hideout Headline Game Show. Give me more details on this one, Putin. Um, basically, these women from a variety of uh, Asian countries in East Europe were tr- between 19 and 30 years old, were trafficked into uh, Britain, had their passports stolen, were essentially kidnapped and forced to work in this brothel where they were either locked up there during the day and forced to perform brothel-esque activities. Slow down. Or they would go home and uh, they were locked up there. Mm. Wow. Oh, so it's a win-win situation. Yeah, that's no, what it sounds like to me. It sounds like, sounds like it was on the up and up. I wonder why this is even in the news. Yeah, there are a lot of up and up guys around there. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> By the way, thank you to the Wholesale Furniture Market for sponsoring the Hideout Headline Game Show. To his forced, why is she smiling? Uh, <laughs> I'm in the middle of a read. 
Or you could save 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, the only place to shop for awesome furniture at ridiculous prices. Stop in and see for yourself. 436 in Castleberry next to Sam's Club. Thank goodness Joe Dubs and Big Dog Steve are very cool over at the Wholesale Furniture Market. Oh, they're awesome. And they like your humor. Thank mm-hmm. goodness. <laughs> and they don't mind sponsoring the Hideout Headline Game Show. All right, Dubs, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Our friends Jonathan and Drew are here. Oh. Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes. You got to realize it's kind of tough for us. Yeah, it's force a habit. But um, we actually need to talk to you guys off the air about something we're doing at Miss Monster that we may want you guys to get involved in. If you guys want to, we're gonna give you first dibs. If not, we'll move on to our next uh, victims. Yes, it involves carrots. So maybe there's a chance. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Dubs of so much more audio and uh, other things to get to as well. We'll be back in a second. Don't go anywhere. If you have something on your mind, now is the time to get in. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 104.1 on your singular wireless phone. Friday night in the hideout, and um, taking your phone calls right now. Go to Matt. Matt, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, hideout? What do you got, dude? Hey, I was just going to say, man, over the years I've tried a lot of different things, but there's one thing that keeps me from going homicidal on people. What's What's that? that? <laughs> oh yeah. That's... I suggest if we <laughs> yeah. That's See, cute. And that's the key right there. I don't drink or nothing else, but <laughs> it gets me through the day. Congr- uh, you know what? Good for you, my friend. Whatever it takes, it's here for Matt. And I, here's the thing though. For some reason society will look down on Matt. When there are other people who are drugging themselves in quote-unquote socially acceptable ways, and it just drives me insane. To the point where maybe I'd like to smoke out. or maybe I think you should. I think you should become a pothead. I'd be an awful pothead. I know. You'd skip the show to go uh, play disc golf. It'd be crazy. <laughs> and I got the munchies already. Could you oh. imagine? Wow. I mean, seriously. I'm, uh... I just got the finger from uh, from uh, Snatchy Cakes. Snatchy Cakes. Why? I don't know. I, she's writing stuff down. I gave her a pen. What happened? Because I was writing stuff down, and I went to chew on the end of the pen like I normally do, and it's all used up. It's, it's I, already chewed or yeah, wet or what? Yeah, it's all J-Dub slobber. It's not mine. It's not mine. Oh, God, that's even worse. All right, who, I just found it on the ground before the show. Oh, is that where that went? <laughs> all right, so that was Chunks. That was a little bit of chunks you were chewing on. <laughs> Enjoy that. <laughs> That's great. Right, I think we got something worked out with our friends Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes for uh, what we want to do out of Miss Monster. I think. We'll talk about it more in a second. We'll give them a little time. 
As soon as we told them what we wanted them to do, because we told them off air. They lit up. Oh, they lit up. They're starting naming off chicks to go out there and help out with it. They're talking about hardware. Can we, uh, can we drill into the bed? <laughs> that's always, that's always a positive sign. Can we modify? Can you get us an air conditioned, uh, <laughs> lifter? I don't know. We barely got a bed. So <laughs> do what you can with the bed. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Um, Dubs, did you see that credit cards payments are now really late? What do you mean? Like they're all coming in late? People are paying all their credit card bills? See, I'm lucky because I've never had good enough credit to get a credit card. <laughs> lucky. <laughs> so I've never been able to uh, feel the joy of paying a credit card late. That's like that whole thing of I've never had the chance to get an STD because I've never had sex. So I'm lucky. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Chunks. Hmm. Sorry about that. But Chunks has good credit. Do you? Actually, yes, I do. I would believe that. Although, you always make late payments on, like, rent and... The good thing about rent, it's... Yeah, rent uh, utilities. Rent utilities, they usually don't go straight to credit bureaus. Yeah. So... You, you can usually pay those things about three months later. The thing, that, the thing that rent affects is running at your next place. But it doesn't affect, like, your credit score, which is great. Because apparently they're blaming it on the high gas prices. Everything's about the high gas prices. It's all the gas fault. They say that it's actually strained the budgets, and so it's made it difficult for people to pay their bills. I take responsibility. Thank you. It's about time. Here's my solution. Okay. Don't pay the debts. Here's my solution. It works for the government. The government literally doesn't have to pay their debt. Why do I? Here's the thing. Uh, apparently, the excuse for the government is that, well, I'm keep... hmm. what's going on back there? What's wrong? We're in the middle of a conversation. What's happening? If you're going to jump in, jump in completely. He made a mistake. He's talking to himself, and I told him to stop talking to himself. I said, I'll talk to myself on air, and then he accidentally hit the button. Hmm. We seriously, we can't get any help. <laughs> We're all alone. Radio roadblock. That side of the glass. Mm-hmm. In here, it's okay. That side of the glass, right there. Thank goodness we have Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes on our side. You guys want to screen phone calls, maybe run a board? It'd help out, okay. We don't pay much. <laughs> Actually, pay nothing. So. It's all by myself. I was just trying to help out. Don't. The mood. Just stop. Mm. Okay, you know what? I'm going to take a break. Yeah, it's good. Good idea. Radio roadblock. Radio road, radio, 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 radio roadblock. I was going to go somewhere, but I guess it doesn't matter. No. It's the hideout. Well, well, you can't. The road's closed. Where do I veer off to? I'm stuck. No, there's no detour. Don't I can't worry. turn around. Lord knows I can't turn around at this point. There's no backtracking. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and wait for the roadblock to get out of the way. Or for the road to fix itself. When's it going to stop? So <laughs> Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 
1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Use those numbers if you have something you're hearing. You you got to argue. You got to comment. <laughs> you're frustrated. Can I call? Yeah. Here you go. You can use my phone. No, the phone probably won't get answered. Hmm. Okay. Don't want to run up my any times. Actually, I think it's free after 7, isn't hmm. it? Um, I think so. <laughs> we were talking about the gas prices and how everything is blamed on the gas yeah. and the late credit cards and stuff. And it all goes back to, I guess, Katrina now or Rita, they're saying, are part of the problem. Remember we played that clip earlier this week from the Black Panther guy who was talking about this is the wrath of God? I think he was even uh, he was defending Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam and a whole yeah. thing. Well, there's a state senator who is saying the exact same thing. Okay. Is he black? No, just uh, a state senator from Alabama. Okay. He was on the Scarborough country. This tape's about three minutes, and we can stop it whenever you want to. Okay. I even cut it down a little bit. Oh, it was even longer? Yeah. What's it about? You know what? Just about it being God's fault. Or, yeah, you know, it's God's God's wrath. Okay. Next guest believes the devastation was God's punishment for gambling, sin, and wickedness. I'm joined right now by Alabama State Senator Hank Irwin. Senator, thank you for being with me tonight. You, uh, you have, to see you've said a lot of things that have shocked a lot of people. Explain to me why you think that uh, Katrina was God's wrath. Well, I think if you look at what's going on, uh, <laughs> the, this whole region has always known that uh, with the. You can always tell uh, the guys that are going to be crazy just on the voice. He has the the you know um, what was the guy's name? The racist uh, ass, uh, Strom Thurmond. He's a Strom Thurmond <laughs> voice going. Hey, from the South. Mm-hmm. What was? Th- oh, wait, what we got going down here? Kind what of, was Thurman from South Carolina? Yeah, kind of sounds like um, Joe Gibbs too. <laughs> this cat. I don't know if Joe Gibbs is racist or not. I don't think so, but he sounds a lot like him. All right, so here's Joe Gibbs talking to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, here's uh, I guess it's Hank Irwin or something like that. Yeah. Church that. New Orleans and the Gulf Coast are known for sin. And uh, if you go to a church and you read your Bible... Well, I think Laverne Coles is uh, he's a, great, <laughs> he's a great talent, but uh, he didn't work out here. So we're we got gonna, Santana Moss now. We're, so. we're, uh, we're going to go with uh, Mark Brunel. Mark Brunel is a starting quarterback. Brunel Moss, is a, it sounds like a good, good combo, doesn't it? Patrick, is, he's a good kid, but uh, all right, we're doing he's Redskins not, humor. He's never been my guy. <laughs> Doing Redskins humor. Okay, go on. You're always told avoid sin and that there's judgment for sin. And I just think that in my analysis, and I can't speak for everybody, but I believe that there's if you senator, the senator, hold on a second. You're elected to speak for people. And this is what you're speaking on. You had a city that was known for sin. The signature of uh, New Orleans is the French Quarter, Bourbon Street. It is known for sin. And you have a Bible that says God will judge sin. You can put two and two together. And blacks. He'll judge sin and blacks. I cut that part out. Uh-huh. Together and say, it may not be the judgment of God, but it sure looks like the, the footprint. So uh, I just told my friends in an opinion, I think. What does God's footprint look like? Hold on. God- I, I didn't know God had a foot. Well, it's put a print, a big mud hole. That's what it looks like. So, so wherever God steps, it gets destroyed? Yes. 
Now I have the answers. ...on the Gulf Coast and on uh, New Orleans, and I would urge the good folks that are the innocent victims to rally and rebuild that city and get a new signature. And you wrote this, quote, New Orleans and the Mississippi Gulf Coast have always been known for gambling, sin, and wickedness. Yep. It's the kind of behavior that ultimately yep. brings the judgment of God. Now, if the hurricane, it also leveled two other states, not just New Orleans. So God can't narrow his wrath? No, he has a very wide brush that he paints with. And uh, when he paints, he paints with anger. So he's like Jackson Pollock, and he's just yeah. throwing it, and he's just... <laughs> he's actually aiming for Vegas, I think. Yeah, he's yeah, a some, bad shot. Somehow he can't uh, <laughs> he can't get the hurricanes to Nevada. Yeah, he might want to try a tornado for he's that He's been one. up for a long time. He's really shaky. He's been drinking a lot of coffee. It's so. that whole sleep deprivation artist thing. Mm -hmm. Why were we surprised when finally the hand of judgment fell? i, I got to ask you this, Senator. I was on the ground in Mississippi. We certainly saw the pictures out of Louisiana. I saw young children, 15-month-old babies, uh, who, who were, were yeah. suffering. I saw in New Orleans young children. I mean, you look on TV, you see young babies dying on, on the sidewalk of, of heat exhaustion. Uh, certainly, yeah. these babies aren't sinful, are they? Should they be made to pay for the sins of tourists from Florida that go over and gamble in New Orleans and I Biloxi? know what the answer is. Hold on. Let me, let me guess the answer. They were born into sin, so that's what they deserve. I mean, that's why I guess. I, I can't give it away. Okay. Go I think ahead. you need to understand that whenever, wherever sin goes, the sins of a few can affect the innocence of many. And I think that you're seeing also along the Gulf Coast, as well as in the neighbors of our good state of Mississippi, a Cowboys? lot of innocent people that were affected by this hurricane. And uh, that's the tragedy of sin, is that what? you never sin alone. You always Hold on. The tragedy of sin? Is you never sin alone. I think that's one of the upsides of sin. That's the fun part. Yeah. You never want to be sinning, a... If you're sinning alone, you're masturbating. I want to sin with other people around. At least in a circle. At the very <laughs> least. With a biscuit in the middle. Target. <laughs> uh, whoever can't reach the target has to eat it. Ooh, me. Affect other people, and uh, we've had a lot of innocent people have been hurt. But you know, Sen you know, I'm Senator, though, I mean, the thing about the New Orleans, uh, the New Orleans storm uh, is that it was the French Quarter that seemed to be spared of devastation. Well, I understand that, and I think no, the Lord you sent them a message that we need to turn around or we might have another hurricane come. And I just think the people have been going in there, the church people have been going into the French Quarter for years, appealing for the people to turn around and get back right with God. So I think the message needs to go even stronger. Please turn around so we never have to go through this again. All right, Alabama State Senator Hank Irwin, thank you so much for being with us. It sounded guy... like the whole time he was fighting back the N-word. Yeah. You know? Uh, those babies you were talking about, were they mm, newborns? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, Anon, you're in the High Down Road Radio. What's up? Hey, what's up? You've got to love the ignorance of these people, don't you? Mm-hmm. I, I, I hear that guy, and he's an elected official. That's what drives me even more insane. It's so running our country today, let alone who's going to be running in the next 20 years. Hey, I wanted to touch on something you guys said a few minutes ago about the uh, the footprint of God. Mm -hmm. 
in mind in um in the Midwest with the tornadoes and all that? The uh, the finger of God, the F five tornado. Oh. So, that's a similar route that they were going with the footprint of God. And, uh-huh. here, and here's the thing, too. We've talked about it, what, two or three times this week? Mm-hmm. This guy is saying the exact same thing that Al-Qaeda's saying. Yes, they're saying the exact same thing with a different God in place. I, it's, I, and, but, but they all say the other one's insane. Yeah. No, you're wrong. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Prove it. I can't. Neither can you. That's the beautiful thing about it. Let's I, just fight more. I can prove it. Jesus. No, uh, Muhammad. No, Jesus. No, Muhammad. Oh, that's the way they fight, yet they it's the exact same thing they believe. Now, here's the guy. Oh, hold on, let's go Tracy for a second. Tracy, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Tracy? Hey, Tracy. Hey, guys. How's it going tonight? Mm. Oh, okay, so that backwards hillbilly inbred freak was really upsetting me. I, and he, um, I apologize for chunks on a nightly basis. I couldn't oh, do it anymore. A, yeah. He's a moron. <laughs> right. Guaranteed, he is out in Vegas Bagging gambling hookers? and buying whores anytime there's some type of convention going on. Yeah, and, and that's the thing about all these guys. They're such hypocrites. Uh, it, it drives, Tim Baker Jr. Yeah, it drives you insane. And just to hear that it's the wrath of God and it's... I mean, that's crazy coming from a preacher, let alone a state senator. All right, and don't forget about the volcanoes, the hemorrhoids of God. <laughs> oh, I, I love when they blow, though. I mean, that's just such, re- such a relief. Aaron, Aaron, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Aaron? Hey, guys. Yo. Yo. Number one, I agree with Tracy. That guy was a moron. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever happened to separation of church and state? It doesn't exist. <laughs> it, and, and sadly, it never really did. To be honest with you, it was. It's I an, know. It's another one of those. It's another one of those illusions, like free speech, that we have here in America. Seriously. Um, and the other thing I wanted to know was, um, did y'all guys? Did you guys decide to be judges at Miss Monster? Yes, we did. Yes, we we uh, went into the monsters actually this week. We went in a couple days ago. Tuesday. Th- yeah, Wonderful. So we will be out there, and we'll be broadcasting live at Miss Monster, and we'll see you out there, Aaron. So excited about that. All right, now here's the clip from Gallum X, I think is his name. Gallum X. You know, you may say that Minister Farrakhan is paranoid. You may say those who think like him is paranoid. But we're not black people paranoid in America. When we have lived for 462 years in this nation and we have witnessed a Tuskegee experiment, what genocidal practices were carried out against African American people, when we witnessed what General Amherst did to the Indians, let's talk about Katrina. Let's not go back to 100 years or 100 years. We're talking about Katrina here. here We're talking about Katrina. Minister Farrakhan also said the other day in South Philly. He said that God is punishing America for its wickedness. It is the wickedness of the people of America and the government of America that is bringing the wrath of God down. Do you believe that? Do you agree with Minister Farrakhan that that is what Katrina was, the wrath of God on America? I agree with the context of the biblical quotations that Minister Farrakhan was referencing. He was speaking about the wickedness and the loss of the moral sense of shame in this nation and the turning away from the law and the will and the desire of God. America must repent, atone for our wicked ways collectively, both black and white, and clean up this nation and go back to God. And unless we do that, God will use the forces of nature to humble us. All right, so here's the great thing. This, All of them. This Senator Hank Irwin, 
He's saying the exact same thing that Farrakhan is saying. Yet I'm telling you, and the Black Panthers, and the Black Panthers. Yet I guarantee you, this Republican from Alabama uh, has also probably made some sort of political gains by speaking out on these kinds of people, Farrakhan and the Black Panthers. And yet they see so eye to eye. I give it to Farrakhan for having a cool name. Yeah. Farrakhan. Kind of seems like a superhero. Yeah, I wonder if he was a big fan of... Uh, or at least it sounds like Shaka he's got Khan? a big wang. Yeah, either he was a big fan of Shaka Khan and um, also Star Trek. Because isn't there just a con? Oh, yeah, definitely. Wrath the Wrath of, of. Yeah, yeah, the Wrath of. Wrath of God, the Wrath of Khan. It all comes together, huh? Yeah, no one... Here's the thing. I want a big round table. Because here's, here's who the round table is. It's this Hank Irwin and all these other right-wing Christian fanatics at the same table with Farrakhan, at the same table with Al-Qaeda. They all should be sitting at the same table because they have all the same ideas. And views. It just happens, so happens, one believes in Jesus and one believes in Muhammad. And that's the only difference. And skin color. That, uh, that also makes it hard to get along. Skin color. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's what we... I have the hard time in dealing with it here in the hideout. But yeah, I know. I, I get along. Maybe it was a Genghis... Or, what, what, is it Genghis Khan? Yeah, Genghis. Genghis. Farrakhan. This should have been my radio name. King Khan. Instead of stupid El Jefe. Kanye West. Hmm. Now you're getting the Bush people riled up. All right, we'll take a break. 16 condoms. What? What's, what's the point? It's high out radio. You left me out there too long. <laughs> radio Oil Football what? All right, welcome back into the hideout. It's Friday night. I am El Jefe, and that is J Dubs. 407 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. What kind of weekend you got planned, Dubs? I don't know. I'm going to be out at uh, <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings on Sunday night, celebrating me not having to get a tattoo for the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Detroit game, and I'll be watching the Arizona Cardinals take on the San Francisco 49ers while they're in Mexico City, and I'll be out BW3 on Air National Drive. Now, you're going to be watching the Lions mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday. Yes, I will. Because it's a bet between you and Mr. Fez Watley mm-hmm. uh, from the Ron and Fez show, XM Channel 202, High Voltage. Are you worried at all? Oddly enough, no. Not even the slightest bit. Usually, uh, when I throw out one of these bets, I am. I have a odd column about this one. I, I do feel like uh, the Lions will win it. Now, Fez called in last night. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he is more worried than you are? I know Fez, and yeah, I, I almost guarantee he is. Hmm. He uh, he won't be really worried until the game is going on. But I think he uh, has a bigger fear of this than I do. Because you're used to just losing. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. All the tattoos on your back, come on. And the Lions. You're just used to the Lions losing, too. No. 
I think they, uh, they're a quality team this year. All right, so let me ask you, because I'll probably go out to Buffalo Wild Wings with you for your gig on uh, on Sunday from 8 mm-hmm. to 10. Mm-hmm. You know, we can have some beers, watch some Sunday night football, throw down those wings. Mm-hmm. Chunks, you going too? Yeah. Great. Are you going to be in a pissy mood if the Lions lose? If the off chance. The off? Far, far off chance the Lions do lose. Uh, yeah, I will be a little a little upset, but not, that's nothing a few beers and uh, some great BW3 wings will not cure. Once I get some of that food in me and then some of those beers into me, I'll be perfect. Well, I have to drive if the line's loose so you can get obliterated? Yes. Fair enough. I'm willing to do that. Because here's why. I hope they lose. Why? Well, I want to go up to New York with you so you get the tattoo. You can't go to New York. I, I told you. You aren't allowed. You aren't invited. I can go if I want to. There's only two seats left in the plane. And we've already got them covered. Who? Me and Chunks. What plane are you on? A little Cessnut. Cessnut? Mm-hmm. Never heard of this kind of plane. It's a very small one. Man, I want to go. Please? No. I mean, you, you can go to New York if you want to, but you can't go in the studios. You have to have a uh, an invitation. It's a free country. I can go to New York if I want to. You can go to New York if you want to. You can't go to the studios, though. I'll put on a janitor uniform. It is New York. <laughs> I'm going to blend right in. The problem is I don't know Spanish. That's how they're going to bust me. Yeah. Sean, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Sean? Hey, Sean. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. Um, I grew up, my parents grew me up on religious stuff until I was like 17 and I realized it was all bullcrap. Right. But, uh, I, like, all these people are coming out and saying that, you know, it's the wrath of God and that all these judgments at the end of the world. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to point out that in the Bible it says that God's wrath is going to be like iron or fire from the sky. And the last time I checked, a hurricane didn't really spout fire. Yeah, that's true, too. And it was a great movie back in the 90s, Fire in the Sky. Mm. Was the, oh, that was aliens. Yeah. Maybe that's what it's going to be. Man, the world's going to be aliens. I'm convinced of that. You think so? Dude, think about it for a second. We've been talking about all the space exploration. We need to explore the sea. We haven't explored the sea properly. We don't even know really what's going on with all of Earth. The aliens could already be here and waiting in the oceans. You think uh, there's aliens in the bottom of the ocean? Why not? There could be. We don't know. We'll never know. Well, how about this? Those squids, they don't look like anything of this Earth. No. Maybe they are aliens. They're so different. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't like them because they're different. They're a gray color, and I'm not a fan of it. Joe, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Joe? Hey, how about, how about a Browns tattoo? I'd like to up our bet. All right, Joe, let's get through this one bet first uh, that I have this weekend, and then we'll talk about it. We'll chat about it. I think the Browns logo on you would look great. Why is that? It's the dumbest logo in the world. It's not even a logo. It's a helmet. It's a color. A Blank color on a helmet. It's not even brown. It's orange. Yeah. It's the worst thing ever. I think you should put it, like, on uh, in your crack. It's like a little brown spot. That's for the browns. Do it. Uh, match. Do it while you're there anyway. 
Why don't you get like put some like a little happy face on your hemorrhoids? Because they're always back. Why don't you take a little Vicodin, get a hemorrhoid, and then get a tattoo on it? I bet it feel nice. You know, any kind of pain uh, that's not the hemorrhoid pain when you have a hemorrhoid feels good. Even if it's a tattoo on the oh, hemorrhoid? Yeah. yeah, I'd be loving it. <laughs> the masked hamster. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? What's, what's up, going bro? on? Yo. Uh, since you an email the other day, you read it on the air? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, about... um. I don't remember. <laughs> Chunks being French. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I do. And then you sent me an apology today because you felt bad that we ran down the French people by, you know, saying Chunks is one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, French people. You know, I didn't mean to insult you by saying Chunks was one of your own. Yeah, that really is kind of mean now that I think about it. Um, all right. Thank you, Mast Hamster. <laughs> By the way, get your flyers in for the flyer contest on realradio.fm. We've got a couple really good ones, in, uh, and we there's some uh, out there that we've got that have been lacking, but <laughs> for the most part, we've got some really good ones. Then get them in. You can win tickets to uh, Nine Inch Nails, uh, the show here in Orlando, also the show in Tampa, which is on a Saturday night, so you can make it down there for that. And tickets for the uh, PlayStation Pro Action uh, Sports Tour. And uh, that's uh, tickets to see Hoobastank and the All-American Rejects. One winner gets all those? Yes. Nice. One winner will get all of those. RealRadio.fm, all the information is up there. Dubs, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes, who are our friends, want to get into their underwear for us. I think they're having a pants, an under, no pants party? Pants party. No pants party? No pants party. Hmm. Hmm. All right, so take your pants off then. Doogie Tarantino, you can keep yours on. All right, and he's taking them <laughs> off. Look at him just take them off. And, like, be happy about it, too. Damn, you guys. Wait till the break or we come back from break. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Um, and then Dubs. Do you want my hand on your thigh while they do it? Yeah. That, will that calm you down a little bit? It's just something familiar. Something <laughs> okay. familiar would help. The scent of my cologne? Do you wear cologne? No. I don't even wear deodorant. Please. I don't have time for that. I'm a busy man. You know what I was thinking about? Hmm. All right, so I spend all this money on Axe. Because it's like $5 for one of those little things. Yeah. Broke the bank for that one. Well, in my bathroom, I have about 10 of those cans. Why do you keep on buying them? Not just because every time I'm at the store, I'm like, "Ah, I'll run out at some point. (laughs) So, I... uh, I thought about it. I was like, you know, I could go get some really nice cologne for 50 bucks at the yeah, department store. But instead you have a ten, crap load of Axe. Ten cans of Axe. You could even get the rip-off kind for 10 bucks, you know? And it, don't, and it will last you long because you only need, like, dabs. Mm-hmm. You know what I would like? And I'm a little disappointed in the Florida listeners. Hmm. Because it used to be people would show up and they just bring us presents constantly. DVDs. Remember, we'd always get DVDs and video games. We had a schizophrenic, and I'm sure he probably stole the stuff. Oh, yeah. But we had a schizophrenic in D.C. named Private Kane, or Private Pile. Slash Kane, because he was normally Private Pile when he was normal, but when he got angry, he took on the uh, persona of the wrestler Kane. And it was the same voice and everything. Nothing ever changed. Except for he was supposed to be meaner when he was Kane. I don't know. This kid, kid, he brought us in video games. He got me NBA Live 2005. He got me uh, the movie Saved 
which I enjoy thoroughly. All the time we used to get this. So we got entire DVD collections. What are you guys doing? You're coming in here taking off your underwear, <laughs> taking off your pants. We brought you Pizza Boy. You can't say we never brought you anything. Pizza Boy? What's Pizza Boy? That fabulous video that Chunks got in the mail. Oh. <laughs> that was you. That's so funny. <laughs> All right, fair enough. We've been humbled. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. The only reason I was saying that, though, is I'd really like it for someone to bring up some cologne for me. <laughs> cool, cool water. Oh, my God. That was a long, long way to get to a begging. No, it's not begging. I'm just, well, you got to set it up so it's not begging. Oh. In the old days, people Damn would bring Dump us out, stuff. And here's what I'd like. I'd like either cool water, uh, obsession, or is there a really cool new fragrance out that maybe I should hop on? What should I ask for? Deodorant. How about a handy? Old Spice. What's a good one? Snatchy Cakes. Hmm. What is it? Um, um, Gucci Envy. Gucci Envy? Uh-huh. All right. Gucci. Gucci Envy. Gucci. All right, why don't you bring it in, then? You look like you... Like bring you, what in? Because it's his. It's my mm. smell. <clears throat> well, why don't you just rub up against me, then? <laughs> Wait a second. Let me take no. my pants off. All right. I'll be right there. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Friday night coming down the home stretch. It's your last hour of the Hideout. Chance for you to get in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes are here with us. And my mouth. And bad, bad places. And another bad place. <laughs> on Snatchy Cakes. Yeah. It's not so bad. And I think back of how it was pretty cool. But um, what happened to Padme D's? She was a, there's a picture of you and Padme on RealRadio.fm uh, holding each other and kissing, which is great. It was really hot. <laughs> I'm going to go to it right now, actually, now that I think about it. I actually uh, talked to her, what was it, last Sunday. week yeah. or something. No, no, before that. And she wanted to come back in. I tried to get a hold of her, and I couldn't, as usual. But mm. maybe we can see what we can do. Very soon. Now Hopefully. You guys, you guys tomorrow are having a no-pants party. We are having a no-pants party all right, at the new house. All right, at the new house, where you're... Um, where, where can get people go for this information? Is anybody invited to the No Pants Party? Not just anybody. It's it, The reason that we didn't give out directions or we're not giving out directions until the day of the event is we need to make sure that there's a proper ratio of people there and it's not... A sausage fest? Yeah. 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 Okay, so you're making sure a lot of chicks. Now, is this something that people are usually open to, the No Pants Party? You know, I don't know. It's the first time I've ever done this. Has this been done before? Yes, it has. Once. But I, w- I, I was supposed to be there, and then not being able to go. And right, Dubs, would you ever go to something like this, like a no-pants party? I think I would go to a no-pants party. Uh, it's not Good, you're it, invited. If you, uh, <laughs> All right, so he'll be there tomorrow. If, Perfect. Uh, if you are going to this, you can wear a box or something. It's not right. overly, you know, uh, embarrassing. 
And that's the thing. Like, a lot of people think it's, like, a naked party, or they think it's, like, a... It's just a theme, then. It's a theme, right. Everyone's just going to be hanging out, you know. Well, Everyone's no. supposed to get, I thought well, it was... no, oh, okay. creative <laughs> and wear mm-hmm. their underoos and... All right, now, Chunks... Mm, I need to get me some underoos. Are you a boxer? They sound br- tasty. Are you a boxer brief guy? Boxer briefs are the... Which one is that? <laughs> the one right in between. Eh, shut up. The one in between. Like you. You bisexual? I don't think so. I think I'm just a regular... Boxer guy? Yeah. Yeah, you're just another dude. I don't think it's boxer brief. You don't think? How stupid is he? Mo. He's a, he's a caveman. Oh, I know what those are. No, I don't wear those. Yeah. They don't want to look good on fat people at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah they do. You know what? I actually, that's why I don't wear them. Because mm-hmm. when I when I was at my largest, like 290, that's when I tried to wear in boxer briefs. Oh, that's a bastion booger <laughs> like if you, I've ever seen one. <laughs> it was really, really, really bad. It was no good. So, can you wear shirts? Yeah, yeah yes. you can wear shirt, shirts, but no, like, short How substitutes. About, I, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, pants substitutes. All right, so could I wear, like, a... Large poncho. <laughs> if you wear nothing underneath, then yeah. As long as you're not wearing like shorts underneath. How about like one of those oversized shirts? You can a, wear you can wear like, like a, a pair of boxers, and if you want to wear something underneath, I guess you can. But yeah, you can wear like a shirt over top of that, so it's long and covering other things. That's mm-hmm. fine. Would I get in if I was wearing the carcasses of dead babies? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Putin typed it to me. If we're going to call each other out every time we make a joke, then what's the point of making them anymore? Well, dead baby joke always gets... Chuck jock. You made your career on dead baby jokes. Can we tell some about Chuck jock. Dubs, I know you got one. Hmm. Yeah, you are. A dub baby joke. Can we get one real quick? Just one. How do you make a dead baby float? How? With root beer and ice cream. <laughs> How do you make a float? That is, you just threw in dead baby. I think that's my new favorite. How do you think that's the correct punchline? It is. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Oh, God. Uh, what, Putin? Can I tell a baby G real <laughs> A what? A what? A dead baby joke. I, what did you say a before? Baby uh, I, isolate it real fast and play back what he just attempted to say. <laughs> because it's not even close to... It was a stutter. No, it wasn't even a stutter. It was, <laughs> it was a different language. It was like... A, that's what it was. Sure. Say the joke. Why do you put a baby in the blender feet first? Hmm. So you can hear it scream. Follow up. Why do you put a baby in the blender head first? So you can watch its toes curl. <laughs> you are so. You're not funny. Yeah, that was just wrong. And you're man. creepy. Mm. And it's not even. Boo. Mm. Can I tell a baby G real quick? It's a baby G real Can I tell a baby G real What the? Now that was that. That's the funny. That's the funniest thing. Radio Gold. Oh, man, you guys are just... <laughs> All right, let's take a break, Dubs. Um, you know, in you these... want one for the road? Yes. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. No, I really don't. At this point, I'm really done with it. All right, when we come back, we used to do this thing in D.C. We would start the show every day with a day according to El Jefe and J-Dubs. Remember. Um, 
we will, uh, when we get back, we will do uh, a new thing here in the hideout. The week, according to Al-Hafe and J-Dubs. And just some stuff, observations over the last week that uh, you and I have made. Some stuff we've covered, some stuff we've uh, gone through. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's Friday night in the hideout, coming down the home stretch. I am El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. A little variation of something we did before. We used to start the show uh, in D.C. This is a segment called uh, The Day According to El Jefe and J-Dubs. And mainly it's because when we were working up there, we didn't see each other until the start of the show. Yeah, we had uh, no idea of what what other what the other person's done all day, what the other person has for the show, anything. It was completely a way for us to get caught up mm-hmm. <laughs> in an odd sort of thing. Um, but now it's the week, according to Olaf and J-Dubs. We spend time together, but there are certain things, observations that we make. You know, certain things come to light. And um, it's pretty interesting. When you sit back, because, and this is something good for you and I, maybe even practice, a little brain exercise. Kind of looking back. Because we have the toughest time remembering what happened yesterday. And Monday seems like forever ago. When do you think our memory started to go? Are we getting that old, or is it we're, it's too much, or it's too little? or Why do you think it is we just can't recall anything anymore? You know, I think we can recall events, but they just seem like forever ago when they're told to us. You're like, oh yeah, that, yeah, what was that? Two weeks ago? No, that was yesterday. Like, wh- I genuinely, what did we do yesterday? Like in li- in life, mm-hmm. I guess we went to Chillers. Yeah, we went to Chillers. Open door was last night. That was uh, last night. That was last night. We got my cajon checked. Oh yeah, a doctor came in and uh, checked your your ball. Which, by the way, is feeling pretty good right now. Come here, snatch your cakes. <laughs> we should have waited and checked it tonight with her. I don't think Doogie would have minded. Doogie Tarantino. She can look at it. I don't care. <laughs> Give like, a little heft. Oh, Alright, now it's in pain. <laughs> now, actually, that was being pain. You know what I did realize? You have not learned your lesson on tattoo bets. What I've, what I've uh, noticed is that I'm not getting a tattoo. I've noticed that the Lions are going to uh, win. This Sunday, Lions versus Bucks, J-Dubs versus Fez Watley, and it's the J-Dubs getting a Buccaneer tattoo party at Buffalo Wild Wings from 8 to 10. Yeah. Did you hear me? Because you just agreed. Not getting a tattoo party. I said the J Dub's getting a tattoo. Uh, you're doing the little Putin tricks with the <laughs> with his uh, game show thing. Right. And then having Fez, well, Fez was on the show yesterday. Yesterday. Yep. What about Wednesday? What happened Wednesday? Is that even a question that's worth asking? Because probably I, not. Do you know what Monday this week? Tommy wasn't here. That was this week that Tommy took a three day weekend. He's here now. Hmm? Oh, there he is. 
Was it really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I actually noticed this this week. Chunks is a hell of a lot better of a producer than I ever thought he'd be. You hear that? that? You hear that, you fruit? You sissy over there? Thanks, man. That's no fun being nice to him. No. You just beat me senseless throughout the show today. You Can know what know? I've noticed? It's kind of fun to beat Chunk Sensels throughout the show today. I meant, I, meant, I meant you did in the past, like earlier in the show. I didn't mean you had to do it now. I didn't well, we're just kind of completing it. Ah! It's a therapy session. We're Damn com- it! We're completing it by making it throughout the show 100%. Ah, it stings! Maybe you'll get one more before the show's over. No. You don't know. You never know when it'll happen. Hmm. Yeah, at this point, I don't even remember what happened in the week, to be perfectly honest with you. No? Do you have anything that, for you specifically, that comes to mind? Well, this week, uh, I've really realized how much we have on the plate, on our plate this month. With uh, all the broadcasts and uh, things we've got going on with Miss Monster, how we will be judging and doing the broadcast out there next Saturday. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Surprised you every time you bring it up, huh? Next Saturday, out at Miss Monster, we will be broadcasting live. God, dude. There's a lot of stuff going on. All right, maybe possibly having uh, Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes involved out there. All right, so the No Pants Party. You got the No Pants Party going on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what are the rules for a No Pants Party? No pants and no pants substitutes. So no shorts, skirts, lederhosen, kilts. Unless you wear nothing under than kilt, then I guess it's all right. Then that one's okay? Yeah, but yeah. All right, now what are you expecting for a turnout? Hopefully a lot of people, but... Probably I mean, more than we wanted. Really? To be honest. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we're sitting talking about it on the radio. We're about <laughs> to go post a, a sign in the back room of a teddy bar and... Oh. <laughs> uh, in the back room of a uh, strip club. Yes. Which strip club are you going to? Dance uh, Royale. Are you, uh, can we talk about that? Are you still over there? And, you know, I haven't been there in a while because my schedule's changed, but I'm trying. Hey, remember the days I'm that really we... really trying. I, don't you remember the days when we have all the strippers that would come up on Friday nights? Yeah, that's... that's... Did we do something wrong? Do you Didn't think... tip. <laughs> I think the last thing that we ever did was... Oh, the uh, donuts. Donut. When we made them drop the donuts from like their skirts. The, like they were taking a deuce. Yeah, but you didn't have good girls. <laughs> did, that, did that end up scaring them away? Maybe. I would really like to get the uh, strippers back on the Friday nights. I think it would help us immensely, just like for our morale, especially for the upcoming month. Yeah, Putin. Uh, excuse me, Gromit said he was going to be coming in next week. He just uh, switched clubs, so he was kind of in between there ah. for a little bit. But he's going to be coming up next Thursday and uh, bringing some ladies from the dollhouse. All right, all right. Well, hey, I'm I'm all for that. I'm glad that Gromit's back in the mix. Now, here's the thing. If you were a stripper and you're listening to the show now, uh, just feel free to show up. Yeah. Stripper, budding porn star. You can plug your business. Whatever you will plug you. 
Yeah, well, mm-hmm. okay, what? fair enough. I right, let me see. Chuck the, Jock. Yeah, mm-hmm. let me see the sign that you're going to go post over at Dancers Row. Now, is this for the fellow dancers? I won't give out the info. No, no. Anything but the number. I feel bad because the real sign is at my house. And so you just made this one I don't here. have a cable. You know what's on the from... back of it? Your OJ bit. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just post the OJ bit and then... Uh... It'd be better than what's on the other side. All right, no pants party tomorrow. Star. Yeah, that's my dancing name. Right, why don't you go by Snatchy Cakes? It's a great dancing because name. Because I didn't name myself. <laughs> oh, you didn't? No. I, I I didn't realize that. Are you given a name when you get into the business? No, the usually business? you pick your name, but they ended up naming me instead because I got, uh, it's a long story. I'd really rather not get into it. Okay, Star. Did you sh- show something brown. Is that what your angle is? No, brown no, because of the tattoos. Ah, Oh, I forgot the. Why wow, I completely forgot. We, yeah, we got those on Ronnie's beds. I think you guys were there. Mm-hmm. We were there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's so much. I, I didn't we just tell you we don't even remember what yeah, happened right. on Wednesday? <laughs> Bobby Hill, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Bobby? Hey, Ponch. I'm laying here watching the uh, the actual Chips True Hollywood Story, and I was just thinking about you. So. Thanks a lot. That's great. No, uh, well, uh, you know why those strippers are uh, kind of stop coming around? Why? You don't shave your back, dude. Come on. Jesus. You know, and here's the thing. I've kind of given up on losing weight. Have you? Yeah. Why? Because I realized that I'm just, I'm hairy. And even if I... <laughs> that stopped you from losing weight? Well, no, here's the thing. At some point, you want to lose weight so you, you're presentable. Like with your shirt off. But then it's going to become a whole thing of, well, now that I can take my shirt off because physically I feel like I can, I... I'm a Wookiee, essentially. And I have, I was looking in the mirror, because here's one of my favorite things. I have a huge mirror, and um, my toilet, like when I sit on my toilet, I face the back of the mirror, okay? Yeah. So I have a, I have a handheld that I shave with. So occasionally when I'm sitting on the pot, I'll use the handheld to look at the back of my head just to make sure I shaved everything. And then I see... <laughs> Like the budding forests on my back, in certain places, it looks like it's a map where, you know, up here in the upper shoulder region, there's some, then it's smooth down the spine, then on the left side, there's a little bit more hair than there is on the right side, Sure. and, and on the shoulders, and it drives me insane. So what's the point of losing weight if you have all this hair on your back? I think you're absolutely right. I think you should gain weight. I may as well. I'm unpresentable as it is. I I should really, at Miss Monster, I should probably go uh, dress in uh, head to toe in, like, trash bags. No. What? What? Snatchy I was going to say they should just wax you. Why not? Well, we talked about waxing before. It just seems like it's so painful. <laughs> and wax, and then it. It, But then if you wax, what happens then? You gotta wax how like when later? How much? Lo- how long does waxing last? I don't know. I don't wax. <laughs> well, what did you suggest it for then? You did it like you? Because I'm not the one that has to get it done. <laughs> what do you got over there, Doogie Tarantino? What should well, I? I I almost smelled a bit coming out of that. I was thinking, don't you guys have a sponsor that does laser hair removal? Oh please, I've been trying forever to get anybody <laughs> to help me with something. And I can't get anybody to help me. Well, with the anything. thing is, anything with lasers, they want no part of you. For some reason, laser eyes. I've been trying uh, to get laser eye forever, laser hair removal. 
I'll even start smoking just so I can take the lasers to quit. You know what? They won't even let him play laser tag, which really just doesn't make any sense. So waxing would work because it doesn't have lasers. But I want something permanent. And same thing for, like, gasoline. Just burn it off. Pretty permanent. Might, would that actually help me, too? Would that help me lose a little weight? You just nah, I'd bubble up. You might lose yeah. weight, but you get thicker. All right, Putin suggests your body's never going to be perfect, so just relax, be cool, and let it go. Is that what you did? Because he's... Yeah, I, he's he's shaped worse than anybody I think we've ever seen. Didn't somebody call him, like, a pear? Who the hell cares what you're shaped like? Seriously. I mean, what does it matter? You have one body in life. One. Okay, and it dies. <laughs> yeah, Whatever. But... <laughs> you know, just be happy. Stop but... being negative all the time and, and worrying about it. And you're you just... just the one that's uh, speaking of negative, and it dies. The most negative thing ever. That's just a fact. That's not negative. The fact is you should probably try to take care of the one body you have. What for? Whatever. So you can get through life, so you're not falling asleep uh, screening phone calls or in bad moods because that was one night because you have to take uh, crazy eyes to uh, work, build a little stamina in yourself instead of building a spare tire, and that awful shape that you have, like a bell, like the Liberty Bells walking down the hall here at the Clear Channel compound. Hot. Now he looks ashamed. <laughs> now he just puts his head down ashamed. It's not ashamed. I'm not ashamed at all. You should be. I'm ashamed, and because I'm ashamed, you should be ashamed. Now he's mad, because you know why he's mad? He hmm. used to be in good shape. And at some point, he decided, he gave up on life and said, you know what, I hate my body. No, he just hates the dragon. And the dragon needs to be slayed while he's sitting down. Yes or no, Putin? Yes or no what? I mean, that that wasn't really a question there. I'm talking yes or no that you've given up on life. No, I haven't given up on life. Well, then why wouldn't you want to take care of your body? I do want to take care of my body, but I'm not going to sit there and freak out and say, well, if I lose weight, then it's just I'll be worried about the hair because it doesn't matter. I mean, whatever. If you want to go swimming at a public pool or you want to go to the beach, go for it. Doesn't... No, you know why? I mean, that's that's easy in utopia. Mm-hmm. But then you have people like Dubs, who will sit there and go to those places and just point and laugh for the heck of it. And you know what? You say screw them. Yeah, that's always real easy to do. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up Sunday, Dubs will be at Buffalo Wild Wings. Sunday night football. Going join Ju- join Jubs as he will be uh, celebrating the fact that he gets a tattoo no, of the I'm Tampa getting, Bay. No, I'm not getting a tattoo. Buccaneers on his ass. That's the Buffalo Wild Wings on International Drive. Great place for some food and beer. We're gonna have a good time out there, Dubs. Tomorrow night, you'll hear me calling into SBK Live mm-hmm. for And the Beat Goes On. Uh, it's uh, buying beads to get into 40 different bars and clubs for free with drink specials and everyone. Uh, Savannah's going to be at the Lodge. 
uh, Jack at Sky uh, 60, and I'm going to be at the Matador on Pine Street, My uh, probably one of my favorite bars in town. And it's all throughout the streets of Orlando from 5 to 9 tomorrow. And uh, all the uh, proceeds are going to uh, help restore the culture of New Orleans. So another little way to uh, give back to the community. If you'd rather go somewhere and take your pants off, there's always the no-pants party for our friends uh, Snatchy Cakes and Doogie Tarantino. MySpace.com slash Snatchy Cakes. <laughs> MySpace.com slash Snatchy Cakes. That's S-N-A-T-C-H-I. I. C-A-K-E-S. Snatch Eye Cakes. Snatch Eye Cakes. Rotten Roger in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Rotten Roger? Yo. Hey, kids. How you doing? All right, man. You know, if you use a little bit of duct tape, each of you take a little bit of duct tape, it'll take that hair right off, man. Oh, dude, and I just don't want any pain when I'm doing it. I'm just thinking about... Duct tape seems like the worst one. Beauty is pain. Is it really? Oh, definitely. I'm not interested then. I'll just be an <laughs> ugly, awful dude. Chunk, yeah, Chunks doesn't. I mean, he seems content. <laughs> How is it? You know what? Let me talk for a second. How are you so happy, Chunks? Because here's the thing. I'm envious. Because I'm miserable right now. I used to be able to come and do this radio show, and it was an escape, and it was fun. And somehow it's turned into work. And that's the bad part. How is it that... Do you have some sort of thing where you're oblivious and it's okay and life's good? Yeah. How, do, how, do you, how do you function? Pretty much. Can you teach me to be stupid like you so that I can be happy? Because I'm miserable. You just can't think of it like that. How do you think of it? Well, the thing is, I figure anything I try to do, I'm going to lose at. <laughs> so you might as well just laugh. You know what I mean? You can't let it get you down. You, I mean, if you get something, anything, like a crumb of food, hey, that's a crumb of food you didn't have. <laughs> that's where you got to look at it. And it gets sad at a point, but you just can't think about it being sad. You just try and clear your mind like you think of certain stuff. Like what? Like if I get sad or something. You think about how well the Yankees are doing? No, not that. But if I get sad or something like... Oh, uh, they lost, huh? Uh-oh. Uh, I'll think of, like, uh, an old person in one of those uh, hover-rounds just kind of hobbling down the road on the highway. You know, something like that that uh, puts a smile on my face. Or I'll uh, think of a T-Rex arm. You know, stuff like that. And I'll think of a scenario with T-Rex arm, an old uh, hover-round man. And I just play that out in my head. And it helps get get you through the day. When you're thinking about you have no one and no future and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Well, when you've had it for forever, you, there's a point where it just kind of leaves. You're like, wow, hey, look, I'm not depressed anymore. That's weird. Because of people with T-Rex arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thought. Hold on. I'm taking one right now. It's going against the raptor. <laughs> I just see certain people. I'm just envious. I'm full of envy. Dubs, I know you're miserable right now. But I'm still, I'm still able to laugh. Yeah, and I am too, but it's at some point I'm getting dragged down, I think. And it's really beginning to wear on me. And I can't take it. It's driving me, uh, bonkers. Wacky Nunu. Wacky Nunu. And I feel blood pressure going out of whack. That's the, that's the thing though. If you try and you're like, alright, if I'm having a crappy day, 
I'm going to forcefully make something good happen, that's like you're kicking it the bad karma in the face. You know, you're like, dude, I'm not going to let it bother me. It's like you're winning. It's like you're getting over. Yeah, I know it's not much, man, but that's what I have to get me through the day. Now, don't get me wrong. I love this job. Mm -hmm. I love this job more than anything else. This is exactly what I've always wanted to do. That's the problem, is that when it's now become the a job that you didn't want to do, I think. Or not even that, it's just things out of your control. You, you, can't, you try to fix, but you just can't anymore. You can't, and you're ready to be done with it. And you have to bite your tongue, and you can't say certain things. I need a team, a real team. Tony, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, I wanted to tell Chunks to kind of brighten up his spirits where he can go right now and see a guy who has a T-Rex arm. Where? Um, can I actually say the name of the restaurant that he's at? I think I know. Is, I it, is it near here? Is it right near the station? Oh, yeah, right uh, down the street. Yeah, yeah we, we know. <laughs> we know we've seen we love. Every time we comment on that, well, that's the guy we're talking about. So we know, Tony. <laughs> and there's also there's also a retard that works yes. over at the uh, the McDonald's on University and 50. Oh, God. <laughs> it, like, it took him 20 minutes to take an order for two double cheeseburgers. I'm like, no, awesome. two double cheeseburgers. Well, he's got to have a job. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, Doogie Terrence. I can totally one-up Tony. There's a place where it's it's got to be like Chunks' perfect day. Uh, there's a Crystal Burger where ah. there is a, a, a female employee there that is total gator arm like T-Rex. Oh, <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. In fact, I thought about you guys the other day when I saw it. Oh, my God. All right, oh, map my Quester. God. All right, write down the address. That's Absolutely. Insane. I'd be more than happy to. <laughs> I'm serious. What is it? Not, no, not on the air. That would be heaven for That's you. That's insane. Though. I can't believe that. There's nothing more to live for. That's chili, like the chili, ultimate. Chili cheese and fire that arm for me. Oh. Oh, man. I think if I were to pull up to that crystal burger and T-Rex hands me, hands me that case of burgers, I'd start crying. I would start tearing up and crying. Like you were in heaven. Oh, man. All right, let's take a break and come back and wrap up this week. This week from hell. Because that's the thing, too. I love coming here to escape, and it's no longer an escape. Mm -hmm. Now it's a downer. I sit there on the weekend saying, man, I can't wait to, I can't wait for Monday night at 7. Now it's going to be the longest weekend ever. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, wrapping it up this week. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. J-Dub, Sunday night, Buffalo Wild Wings. I'll be out there from uh, 8 to 10 p.m. celebrating, not getting a tattoo, watching some Sunday night football, and uh, drinking some beers, drinking some, uh, eating some wings. I love, uh, you know what else they have there? I know they're known for their uh, chicken wings. The burgers are great, too. 
That's why I always got one. When For I go, some I like, reason, I'm a I'll, burger man. I like to get uh, one of everything off the menu. Man, in the old days, I did. Mm-hmm. We used to double meals. <laughs> Actual, uh, the burger was a dessert. Mm-hmm. Just throw a cherry on top of it. Just get done eating a big thing of, of order of 100 wings. Right. Between five of us. Yeah, remember those days? Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to have to recreate that then. <laughs> Sunday at an I drive Buffalo Wild Wings. You found a good burger joint today? Oh, yeah. Me and uh, Chunks went to uh, Fast Eddie's, a little, little uh, freestanding burger joint. You know, uh, just a real small. <laughs> but I've, been, I've been able to hear you do that all night, man. I know. I've been so gassy. <laughs> so gassy. That's like the third or fourth one I've heard loud on mic. <laughs> and it's like five feet away from the mic where you're farting. Oh. I don't know what the gas is from either. You've had it as long as I've known you. Bad gas. Yeah. I'm blaming it on the coffee. Probably nerves, man. You get gassy when you get... Stress? Nervous, yeah. Yeah, stress. Act, act up. I don't know. You've always had gas. I've, I've always been stressed. I've always been stressed. Aaron, know me not to be? No. That's the way I deal with it. Farting. Fast Eddie's is good? Yeah. I love the burgers there. It reminded me a lot of Five Guys. Really? Mm-hmm. It was yeah, good. It was good. Where's it located? Um, right uh, on 1792. Well, um, I think I've seen it, kind of yeah. like in between um, 414 and Lee. Yep. It's cheap, too. Yeah. Is it 24-hour? I don't know. They have breakfast, though, too. I don't think it's 24-hour. When you went there, Dubs, was it just like a mom and son running it? Like the son was taking the orders and the mom was cooking? Maybe. It was some old mullet. They look related. Yeah, I thought they were just lovers, though. So the last time I was there, I could have sworn there was like this elementary school kid taking my order, and then his mom was flipping <laughs> the burgers. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, it's a very tight-knit family-run organization there because there's not a lot of room for employees. Is there anything you've ever wanted to, like a business for you to run that you've always wanted to do? I think uh, I've wanted the same thing that almost everybody wants, their own bar. Really? Yeah. I've never had any interest in running really? any sort of a... Like a bar restaurant type thing? Never. Ugh. Maybe because I've never worked in the industry. Well, I washed dishes for two days. <laughs> don't, and then I got into radio. Don't pull that card. Well, I'm not saying poor me. I'm just saying... I no, in... don't pull... That, that's not the industry. Oh. you got to be there for at least a week or two. Dude, I was there for 16 hours. It was <laughs> awful. It really was. It, it was... is. It's the worst. It really is so bad. I mean, that's when you fear coming into work. When you smell like a... Like, when you have a thick film on you at the end of the day. That's why I feel stupid bitching tonight. I do. I feel like a moron. I mean... This this job is not supposed to be that kind of stuff going on. When it does, it makes it almost even more aggravating because you know Cause you're when, su- you, when you're when you're washing dishes, you know you have a crap job. Yeah, here you're supposed to be happy, and when you're not, that's what drives you insane. Gibbs, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Gibbs? Hey, uh, uh, last night open door, my first time. It was awesome. Yeah, oh, thanks thank for coming you. up, man. It was a good time meeting you and the rest of the 
the new faces out there, it was always a, it's always a blast, that open door Thursday night. Yeah, I quit my job to come up there on Thursday. Beautiful. You didn't um, need that job. Take that job and shove it. Yeah, dude. I have, <laughs> I have something for the listeners to ponder over the weekend. Okay. Um, okay, you got retards and you got Haitians, but have you ever seen a retarded Haitian? Wow. They're nowhere to be found. Wow. All right. I bet you that thing would be worth its weight in gold if you could find one. With a T-Rex arm. That's impossible. That worked at Crystal Burger. <laughs> wow. I never thought about that. All right, so Dubs, you would want to open a bar. Yeah. Would it be just all lion stuff everywhere? Oh, there'd be a lion's den in there, but... uh, lion's den. Is that what you'd call it? Not the whole bar. It'd be J-Dubs Tavern. Uh, but there'd be the lion's den inside J-Dubs Tavern. And then there'd be the cat room. Just everything about me. So when are you going to do this? <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be able to do it. But At some point, you think, maybe? You make enough money, open your own... Bars are such a risk. You know, those things fail more than anything else. Because everybody wants to do it, and they just don't. Mm-hmm. They just figure it's hanging out and drinking. I mean, uh, you know, they, yeah, they, there's so many of them around. You have to have something real special, or it has to hit some kind of odd stride for it to succeed. Because you pour all your money into it right away, and if you don't get uh, a little bit coming back immediately, you're screwed. If I could uh, open up a store, actually, I was talking about this today. I'd uh, open up a drive-through convenience store, like where you could just drive your car like into the store, kind of like a brew-through. You remember brew-through? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had everything there, and somebody would bring it to you if you wanted like yo-yos or soda. Or... <laughs> Who would want a yo-yo? Oh man, I'm really going low on yo-yos. Nah. Let me drive through and buy a Dunkin' yo-yo. Yeah. I need a midnight black one. You know what I mean, but like convenience store stuff. You want to like. Beef right, so a convenience store isn't convenient enough because you have to get out of the car. Yeah, but you stay right in your car. You know what? Yo-yos are too hard. Maybe I need to get a yo-yo ball oh, that yeah. never will. Uh, unravel and just come back up with springs if i wanted to open my own place i want to open a gym yeah but like a special like a gym that had maybe even specifically tailored to like baseball where it had batting cages or basketball courts or something like maybe even like a whole combine type area so it would be a specialized baseball gym yeah kind of that'd be kind of cool It'd be interesting. You, I've have, never, never think I've uh, ever seen something like that. Because you have batting cages already, mm-hmm. so people will maybe they only go there for the batting cages. But then you got guys who want to work out. Maybe after the workout, want to get some cuts in, do something like that. That gonna be a blast. I'm copywriting that. Make sure that gets copywritten or trademarked or patented or whatever I got to do. Well, well hey, at least you did it on the show. So if you save it, stay the date. Stay the date. What's today's date? Oh, man, I don't know what today September 30th, 2005. We got paid today? Yeah. <laughs> that was laughable. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're mystery. <laughs> broken promise, broken promise. All right. <laughs> yeah, you get on to me for doing a shoot earlier in the week with the monsters. And then you're ready to go off. That actually, yeah, I think that would be my thing. That's what I would do. I thought about that. I've, I've, I've thought about that for about two or three years now. A gym slash batting cage. I don't know. That's the, that's that would be a place I'd never want to leave. Then you put TVs up. Maybe have a couple recliners. For some reason, I'd want like 
a driving range behind my bar, but I don't play golf. I would go to your bar. <laughs> Thank you. How about a shooting range in the basement of a bar? Nothing could go wrong then. You know what? Yeah, well, it's like uh, if you buy a bucket of beer, you get like a free round down in the uh, in the shooting range. I bet that exists somewhere. Or it's at least some dude's basement. We'll call it the Republican. <laughs> Very good. We will see you guys Monday. Make sure you tune in SBK, SBK Live tomorrow from 7 to 10. I'll be calling in with And the Beat Goes On. That's uh, from 5 to 9 throughout the seats of downtown Orlando. Buy beads and get into 40 different bars and clubs for free with drink specials in every one. Savannah's at the Lodge. Jack is at Sky 60. I'll be at the Matador on Pine Street with the benefits. Uh, proceeds going to benefit and help restore the culture of New Orleans. I would love to be there, but I'm going to be watching in the band played on. So I'll be crying while you're out there having fun. You'll also be crying because you're going to get that tattoo of the uh, Buccaneers logo on your mm-hmm. ass. Go see J-Dubs. Can't hear you. Sunday, Buffalo Wild Wings International Drive, beer and fun with Dubs. Monday night or Sunday night football from 8 to 10 o'clock at Buffalo Wild Wings. RealRadio.fm is the site for all of the information that you need. Uh, Monday, though, wake up at the Monsters in the morning. Miss Monster, a week from tomorrow. Get your tickets and get out there. Shannon Burke, Middays, Phillips, following the afternoon. We'll be back at 7 with Whose Weekend Was It and the Hideout Headline Game Show and so much more. And hopefully fun and uh, positive attitudes. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, if you're not outraged, you're not paying attention. It's a question of authority. And always talk good. Stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. No! I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I, I, 5,000.